Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio. My name is Super Shark Johnson, and I'm here with my brother from the exact same mother. His name is Creamy Johns, Johnny Creams, Cream of Egbert. How are you tonight? I, I'm well. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. I'm excited to be doing a podcast with you. Tonight's going to be a great episode. We have some VR updates, some Xbox news, some fun trivia, and a top three. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Turn the music up in the headphones. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Yeah, if you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too, go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told your kid. That, turn up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all, probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things, that go with the push. Feeling no remorse, feeling like my hand was false. Middle finger to the law, nigga, grip on my ball. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing. They like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the track that I'm making. But all the hustles, they love it. Just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom to the top of the pots. Nigga, London, Japan. And I'm straight up the block. Like a running back. Get it, man? I'm straight up the block. I could run it back, nigga, because I'm straight from the block. Howdy, partner. I was wondering if you had any more molasses for sale. I've run out of molasses, and I can't eat this pancakes without my molasses. <laughs> without my molasses. molasses. We got you covered, sir. Come on in. Cost you 50 cents. That's expensive. And red yeah, dead money. I, I, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 23. We are Rad Dad Radio. This is an excellent podcast for dads, dudes, dorks, and dames. We are here to help you balance out your crazy, hectic, lives with nerd stuff dorkiness and movies and video games and virtual reality and all the things that we sometimes just don't have time for my name is shark johnson and i am with my brother his name is creamy johns and we're excited to be spending this evening with you uh tonight's episode is brought to you by madeira outdoor goods madeira is a outdoor gear and clothing company if you're looking for a hammock to hang from one tree and yet another tree it doesn't work if you just put it on one tree that's not a hammock that's a that's a i don't know that's just a tarp attached to a tree you need two trees for a hammock to work if you're looking looking into that you don't like the ground the ground is scary for you check out madeira.com for every purchase they plant a tree which i think is pretty darn cool make sure you use the link in the show notes and while you're at it Check out all our links in the show notes. You can find Rad Dad Radio, Rad Dad Redemption everywhere on all social media platforms, as well as Discord and, of course, Patreon. Patreon is a, I guess it's a subsidy fundraising service for content creators like ourselves. And if you'd like to hear and eventually see the show improve, feel uh, feel obligated <laughs> to give a couple bucks a month to us on patreon.com you can get a shout out on shows stickers t-shirts rare unique custom artwork uh as well as the ability to, ability to uh, ask us to maybe do a review of something really weird maybe there's a movie you saw or a video game you played and you want us to do a deep dive on it well throw us some chump change and maybe we can do that for you uh if you'd like to give us a call call us at 970 368 
5694 or foul ox4. That's an ox that's stinky. It's a stinky ox. An ox is a large ungulate. It's a steer. It's a it's a cow, if you will. Uh, and it's not doing well. It's muddy. It's got poop on its butt. So uh, 970 foul F-O-U-L-O-X-4. Leave us a voicemail. Send us a text. That all works. You can also email us at raddadradio1, the number one, at gmail.com. That is how you can stay in touch with us. Creamy Johns, give me the update, buddy. How's your life been? It's been a good life. Uh, we're experiencing some serious spring slash summer weather here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, temperature right now and at, at 11.01 Eastern Standard Time. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. We're sitting at a 70 degree Fahrenheit, clear skies. Very nice. Oh, so I don't nice. know. I, I, I like to uh, claim that I'm not affected by the seasonal, uh, what do they call that? Sad? Seasonal, uh, what do you say that? How do you say that? Aff- affective disorder? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's when you get um, depressed when it's snowy and, yeah, and dark out. Yeah, I don't out. think I'm affected by that, but I'm, but I'm positively affected by nice weather. So I've been just marching around all day, singing my songs, having a nice little afternoon. Um I just got back from trivia, of course. It was a it was a fine night over there. Um, yeah, just uh, just living this living this dream. Had some fun child moments today, and uh, the kids uh, are playing soccer right now. We are dads. We are rad dads. I'm wearing my my rad dad merchandise right now. I have my <laughs> rad dad T-shirt on. I don't know if yep. you guys can buy this online or not, but links in the bio. Yeah, we don't have merch up yet. Because uh, that'll that, that'll probably happen in the fall, but we're definitely gonna get some merch out. Well, I had I had a couple fans of the show at my trivia show tonight ask, "Hey, you guys got merch? Where really? Where can I get my hands on this? Is this merch? Noah? Yeah. This was Noah. <laughs> Is he gonna come listen to us? Where's this boy at? He said he might have to get up early to finish some sort of school project or something. He's a child. <laughs> Is he's he really a child? But okay. He's, well, he's 17, but it's like you look at him, he's going to hear this. He's a man. He's a grown man. He's got a nice mustache growing in. He's 17. Is it a real mustache <laughs> or one of those like look what I can do mustaches? It looks like um it looks like someone made a drawing of his face and then they just screwed up the shading on his upper lip. Is that Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a starter stash, right? It's a stash yeah. version. All, you got to start somewhere, <laughs> Noah. And you're you're doing yeah. the Lord's work, bud. Well, you got to grow it out and cut it. Otherwise, she's never gonna grow in, you know, pure blood. So yeah, I gotta, I had to knock it. mine. I had to knock mine back. I I got some feedback from the wife that it was a little out of control. I think I was I, there for that. Uh, it was not at said, its prime. What are you doing with those golden spider legs coming out <laughs> from your that face? Was, it was definitely not at its prime. Um, <laughs> but then I got some feedback at work. They're like, hey, man, you're going to grow that thing back out? And I'm like, okay, maybe I will during summer camp. Maybe me and uh, me and old Nighthawker can have a mustache off. <laughs> a mustache dash, if you will. Yeah. No, my kid uh, My kid got into had her first kung fu class this past uh, – actually, yesterday. It's It's karate. Well, we call it kung fu. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, she loves it. Um, it's it was a rare moment for both. Well, for Ripley for sure because 
it's rare that an adult looks you in the eye and says, I want you to hit this as hard as you can. Like, I don't think she's ever had anyone tell her to do that before. So uh, she broke a piece of wood in two, which was, um, I didn't expect that to happen on the first class, but you know, there you go. And uh, yeah, she was proud. She got in the car and she was like, uh, I'm really proud of myself, dad. I'm like, well, good kid. That's awesome. That's why we're doing this. So yeah, she's a superhero in training, little ass kicker. Yeah, we also, um, I saw that you, you shared a video on social media and directly to me. Um, and, uh, and I don't know, every adult I've seen break a board, um, not at, not as impressed. I'm sorry, if I see a, a three-year-old a two-year-old? break a board. A three-year-old, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if I see a three-year-old break a board with her palm, um, I feel like, what are we doing? Why are we wasting all this wood, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of your daughter. Don't get me wrong, but let's yeah. be real. Well, that piece of wood, well, those two pieces of wood are her most prized possession right now. Well, and um, the instructor's reaction when she did it, I was just like, oh, okay, this is great. This <laughs> yeah, is she, sold <laughs> she sold it. She sold it. Oh, yeah, this is great. So yeah. I think you posted that on your personal Instagram, but I don't know if you want to give that out to just the Camp Shark. But... Yeah, give me a follow. Camp Shark. Yeah, really funny, really cool. Um what, how, all right, so what is she? Is she into it? Does she like it? Or is oh, she just she's, like, my dad wants me to do this? She's or? way into it. She When we walked in, she was very nervous because there's a lot of – so there's like a large dojo like fighting area, and a bunch of kids were just going at it, just screaming, ah, yes, master, ah, ah, just kicking and screaming. <laughs> and she was like well, – because she didn't know when she woke up that day that that's what would be happening. I had been trying to get in touch with the – karate master and she we just were playing a little bit of phone tag and then that day she texted me and was like hey we can get her in tonight and i was like all right let's do it so i got a hold of the wife and we made it happen and coincidentally my daughter wore all black (laughs) that day so she had a black shirt on and black pants and she looked the part but uh after the initial wave of like what the hell are we doing the lady looked at her and she goes Ripley, we want to see how strong your muscles are. <clears throat> and she just perked herself up like she had been waiting her whole life for someone to ask her <laughs> that question. <laughs> and she was all in from that moment on. She was like... Did she did she quote any lines from um, Shira? The, Shira? The, That's her yeah, favorite show. She, no. Yeah, did she or quote Thundercats? Shira no. lines while attacking these boards or anything? No, because no, she felt like... Well, she's way into Black Widow right now. Because uh, we watched a little bit of Age of Ultron, and sh- we got a Happy Meal oh, a couple weeks back, and the toy in it was Black that's Widow. Right. So that's she's, right. I'm like, she's like, well, does Black Widow have superpowers? I'm like, no. That's what's cool about her. Anyone can be Black Widow. It's like her Batman, really. So uh, okay, yeah. So she's all about like kicking and being Black Widow right now. So which is nice. so cool. When I first saw Sc- ScarJo and Iron Man two, I never would have thought my daughter who would yet to exist at that point would ever look up to that hero. It's just such a cool world we live in right now. You know what I mean? But hell yeah. Um, so many, uh, strong female, uh, protagonists. You got yeah. Her. And I, I had a climbing. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a, tr- a certified rock climber now. So I did that over the weekend and, um, we're, we're adding some new rock climbing at the camp that I work at. And, um, so I got Monday off cause I worked over the weekend and, you know, I don't have a lot a lot of quality time 
um, until the end of the summer, really, to be honest, with my family. So I was like, I'm going to go steal Ripley from school, and we're going to go on a, a daddy-daughter adventure. And nice. so I, I went into her school, and she was in nap time. And so I went up to her, and I just whispered in her ear. I was like, Ripley, wake up. And she woke up, looked at me, and she goes, Daddy, I want to go to a mountain. I was like, oh, okay, uh. all right. So it turns out um, Lookout Mountain is the closest mountain to our school. is about 20 minutes away. So we drove up there, and at the top of Lookout Mountain, and this fits very well with our show, Creamy Johns, is uh, the Buffalo Bill Museum and Gravesite. <laughs> was at the top oh. of the mountain. It was like a visitor center and this little weird hokey Wild West Museum. It was like perfect. Like she loved it. I loved it. We were like looking at all the old uh, – you know, guns and Annie Oakley posters and cool thing about Buffalo Bill is he started the American circus, which I think I had known, but I I didn't really put it together. And, uh, he would go around and it's kind of cool, man. He would go around with a, with a bunch of, uh, native Americans, Mexican vaqueros, which are Mexican rancher cowboy types. Um, and then just wild West people. And they would all just show off their best shit. And people from all over would come and watch these wild West shows and that's where Annie Oakley would, she, you know, she famously would, um, people would shoot coin or like flip coins in the air and she could shoot them. And, um, she lit a dude's cigarette, um, at one point from long range. And, you know, so I don't know, it's like surprisingly cool. And we got some cool pictures on top of the mountain and we just had a, we had a fun little daddy daughter time. Nice. Nice. Good time. Yeah, man. Sounds what like an inspired child. Yes. I love it. <laughs> what uh you play some games this week anything new anything worthy of talking about um i didn't play a whole lot of games this week i got a little bit of apex in i played my my weekly dose of uh halo 5 just to kind of scratch the itch um kind of a busy week didn't really get to a lot of uh a lot of xboxing um a game i'll tell you about real quick uh we could throw this in the news segment or i could just tell you right now but the uh, the new Wolfenstein Wolfenstein two oh just yeah got added to yeah. Game Pass so that's like next on my list I'm, that's I'm a super sure. fun game you played it yeah I haven't beat it yet I'm I'm close okay. to the end but it it plays really it plays fast but in a good way like it's just the story is super linear you're killing Nazis um, it does tie directly into the first game so if you haven't played Shadow of Colossus you should probably play the first game. I think that's yeah. what it's called, um, yeah. but uh, there's a. I want to when you do play it. There's a very intense like decision that you have to make in the very beginning of the game. Super intense. Like what the hell? Like I was like, this is super screwed up. Like what are we doing right here? Um, so I'm, I'm curious uh, to see what you do in that situation. So I'm excited for you to try it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a chair up tomorrow, I believe, and uh, after dropping the kiddo off to school. Um, yeah, bask in the 4K, 4K glory. I believe that's like one of those enhanced titles for Xbox One X. And um, I, I don't know. As soon as it released, I was like, you know, I've never played any of the Wolfenstein games, but I got my eye on you. Should you go on sale, or you know, should you come over to Game Pass? Uh, I'm grabbing it. So it's all installed. It's ready to go. I wanted to get it in today so I could give you some first impressions if you haven't tried it. But um, I think it's proven itself it's got great reviews um can't wait to jump in there so awesome man i um i beat the campaign on mortal kombat 11 whoa okay um not wasting any time over here this guy 
Well, it's a fighting campaign, so I, I would say the whole thing is maybe two and a half hours, but it's it's a decent... Um, I don't know if you've played any of the modern Mortal Kombat Never Realm game campaigns, but it's pretty fun. It kind of it it links a little bit of a I shouldn't say a little bit. It's a pretty story heavy campaign, and you know uh, there's multiple choices, so there's multiple endings. Like, are you gonna fight okay. a Sub Zero or Scorpion? And you know, um, John Hill Golden Bear gave me the heads up. Like, if any of you guys are playing Mortal Kombat 11, choose Sub Zero because it unlocks a character that you get to play in the rest of the game. Um, called Frost. It's like a lady robot Sub Zero. It's kind of cool, but uh, it was oh, pretty dude, fun. I, you know what? I gotta tell you, man. Um, I did not plan this podcast out well, and I have to, as we say on Rad Dad Redemption, empty the old M- saddlebag. Milk cool the Copperhead. Yeah, All I'll right. van- I'll talk yeah, about Mortal sorry. Kombat. I'll be right back. Um, I also went into the crypt. So the crypt is like this. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's like a third-person area, and you're a nebulous fighter. You're just like this dude. And you go into the crypt, and there's a bunch of chests that you can open and unlock different costumes, fatalities, and then uh, there's all this uh, currency. Like There's like four or five different types of currency in the game um, that allows you to unlock more rare chest and eventually you get a hammer and you can bust down walls and i don't know i had a good old time in the crypt and i unlocked a bunch of stuff um and that's where i realized oh this is why people buy mortal Kombat is because this is going to add so much more life to the game so golden bear i know you're listening but like you can uh you can create completely new fighter uh, variants of every single fighter so you can create like a sub-zero you can dress them up however you want there's all these different costume add-ons similar to the injustice 2 that came out last year um, so you can completely make them look however you want really and then in addition to that you can select their fighting style their key moves you can do button mapping like man you could like really geek out and like make a fighter exactly how you want it to be so that's kind of cool and and I also tried out the towers, which that's been a, I guess, a staple of the Mortal Kombat franchise, where you know there's like six people in the tower, and you work your way from the bottom to the top. But in these towers, there's tons of variants. So like, I fought Liu Kang, and he was on fire, and I couldn't get close to him because if I did, I would catch on fire. And then of course, throughout the whole way, you just lo- unlock more and more stuff to upgrade and customize, and just I don't know, they've done a really good job of finding unique ways to make a a fighting game lasts a lot longer. So, okay, okay, yeah. So um, I feel pretty I've good seen at some feel... of the campaign trailers, and I love the the throwback to like the time travel stuff with the old characters showing up. Like that seems very attractive to me. Yeah, they do a whole like um, past present merge kind of thing. It's like a big part of the story. So it's kind of cool. They they play. They have a uh, <laughs> Shao Kahn. <laughs> I don't know if you remember him, but he was the main bad guy in the in the first Mortal Kombat. But when yeah, you yeah. fight him, he it's exact same voice clips, and it's like you suck. <laughs> like he, he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna bash your head in. Like he just says all these oh, corny have, arcade like, clips and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, or at least or at least re-record them or something. Yep, it's fantastic. Wow, yeah, wow. that's awesome. Yeah, so I like I've been texting you. Just go get it on Redbox. I know, and I told you with all this VR stuff going on, I am. No, you're not. I'm. I'm just being 
a little nope. more frugal with my video game spending. I'm trying to be trying to pass on certain games. You know what I mean? Um, no, I, I get I it. Get this, I get I'm it. Maybe waiting for a sale or something. You know, it'll definitely go on sale. I mean, if anything, you always got Black Friday where stuff like that will for right. sure go on sale. But and I want it, and I want it. But right now, I have Mortal Kombat X working on my Xbox, and it's like the game is awesome. That's on I'll play that Pass. with you some night. Yeah, I'd love playing as Jason. You said tonight. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I know you will. Um, um, what else oh. did I play? Oh, I played Sea of Thieves. I played Sea of Thieves again last we, night. We played. We played Sea of Thieves. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we, we talked we it last week. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about it on the last episode. But um, I got on last night. Um, I don't know, just on a whim, I guess, and hooked up with this guy. Um, I didn't have my settings set up straight, so randos were jumping on my ship, and we ended up having a, a good time. His something aphid was his name. So, um, I talked to him about the podcast. He's a dad, but, um, I don't know, man, it's been a while since I've had that rando video game connection with a person and it was fun. Like we were just chatting it up and he was telling me about well, VR lucky. and all that kind of stuff. You know, I guess I did well, get lucky. lucky. Well, I was going to say you're lucky in the sense that you have like a group of buddies that play Xbox, you know, that's true. That's you don't true. have to do that. A lot of people, they don't have an established like crew like we have and they go online and they're hoping there's some decent randos out there that they can share the night with and partner up with and you know and whether whether it's grand theft auto or red dead redemption or rocket league or you know you name it but yeah you know you're you're spoiled yeah, and whenever I, I feel like, and I, I've probably done that, I don't know, a gang of times where you just kind of kind of hit it off with the, I mean, that's how we met Toast and Organic Avengers, so like. Yeah, and those guys are great. <laughs> they're, uh, they're always a good time, but uh, they always like, hey, can I friend you, man? Can I hop on? Like, I don't have anyone else to play with us. I'm always, of course, I'm going to say yes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it is awkward when they hop in and you forget <laughs> who they are. <laughs> like, when did I talk to you? Two years ago? What? Okay, cool. Let's play, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I guess in my final little bit of check-in news, I, I took the wife to see Endgame. So I saw Endgame a second time. And let me tell you. Ooh, you lucky dog. Let me did tell you. Did you wear you. your uh, DC outfit like we talked about in our challenge? Or well, you it was save a- that for your third well, we had a summer camp tie, man, so we don't we don't have to we don't have to do that. But I will. <laughs> but I, I uh it's one of the rare movies I think is is absolutely better the second time watching it. Um I can't wait. I saw it in three D per your recommendation as well. And it was good. It was good three D. bad, right? I feel like maybe they're do you think it's possible they're getting better at this technology or is it the same old hat you know, as Avatar from you know 10 years ago or well you know see that's the thing though is avatar shot the movie in 3d most movies this would have been this would have been converted i imagine yeah this was definitely some sort of digital mastery but it looked great we had i mean i loved it i loved it again the second time and caught a couple things i didn't quite see the first time um Towards the end of the show, we do have an email about Endgame, so we will put up a spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen it, don't freak out. We're not going to spoil anything, but yeah, the movie's amazing. Also, I'm just going to say, while you're bringing it up, if you haven't listened to our last episode and you have seen Avengers, um, please check it out. I think we cracked that little nut wide open. We went full spoilers for the second half of our episode, and I had a lot of fun doing it. I thought it was fun to just kind of, let's talk, you know? 
I know. Well, we'll get to do that a little bit at the at the end of this episode as well, too. So, um, yeah, man, that's me. That's my life. Uh, I, I I I heard from a little birdie that you saw some uh, some movies that you want to tell tell our yeah. listeners about. Oh yeah, let's do that. So there's two that I want to talk about. One is a a I mean it's a horror movie at its core. But okay. I also want to call it like a psychological thriller. Okay. Um, the movie is called The Prodigy. Oh, heard I heard of it. It's a it's an evil kid movie. Yeah. Okay. But it is done in such a cool way, and it's okay. very unique from your standard Damien Omen, um, you know, type. The type boy situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's and... it's a little different, and and I really love the premise. Um, I'm not crazy about how. They wrapped it up. You know what? No, I'm conflicted, which is a good thing in my opinion. Okay. Um, with you know, with the third act and how they sort of uh, wrapped it up. But man, I recommend this movie. It's called The Prodigy. Um, I I remember being in the movie theater for whatever movie I was watching, and that trailer came on, and whoever I was with, I remember saying, "Oh, I'm gonna watch that," and I'm pretty sure. I'm really? Gonna like that 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 looks from awesome. the trailer, yeah, huh? In the trailer. Yeah, in the trailer, there's a scene where the boy gets in bed with his mother, and oh, you just God. see his little child hand creep. It, you know, it's all eerily like lit, and everything's kind of spooky. And he, and they get the music going right. Those little bass drops for that that 2018 trailer, whatever. And yeah. they <laughs> he puts his little hand over his mom's shoulder, and he's like, "Mama, will you love me no matter what I do?" And she's like, "Yes, I will." You know, it's like. It's so, uh, it's so creepy, and it's it's as soon as I saw it, I was like, dude, I gotta talk to Joel about this movie. Well, it's He's rare, it's rare movie. you recommend a horror film to me, so I'm definitely I'm interested. A, listen, man, I am a dick when it comes to horror movies. Like, kind of hard on them. Yeah. No, I have some rules. You know, like if you get into the supernatural, um, that's already like two points off. Um, if you like, I'm more of a slasher a real life threat type horror fan, you know? So uh-huh. I don't want to, I don't want to see movies where I have to guess if the main character is visualizing something in their head or if it's actually physically happening in the room okay. or if it's a, a dream and then they wake up. I don't like all that. I don't got time for all that. Cause what, you know, what are the rules? That's where I, that's where I get upset is like, what are the rules? Is this, like what are you showing me and if you're showing me this then it's in a third person perspective so is this like i, I don't know i don't i have i have trouble with that shit so right. this one is entirely 100 percent um there might be a dream sequence or two in there but this is 100 percent like this could all happen in irl like this could all be real world uh stuff and and they justify everything they they science it out and they talk about everything but man the prodigy you got to watch it this okay. boy okay without get, giving anything away it's like in the trailers i'm not giving anything away he's like talking to you know his uh his counselors and his teachers early in life about how oh man your your son is testing way off the charts on all these you know uh psychological exams and um it's you, I, I encourage people to check it out. Um, okay. And okay. I can't wait to hear what you think of it. I, I'm okay. I'm almost um, and I don't think this is going to ruin it by raising your expectations, but I'm almost like a hundred percent sure that you're going to love it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, listen, man, you're 
it's rare you've recommended a movie to me and I've been like, John, come well, on. Well, listen, me and wife, after watching it, we were like, both of us agreed, all right, that was awesome. Because we've seen some turds recently as far uh-huh. as horror goes. Yep. And, um, and her and I, she even got emotional a couple times because it's like a parenting really? thing too. Okay. You know what I mean? Like there's okay. some scenes that are hard to watch. Okay. Um, and then, and then, um, your pet owner is that true, Joel? Do you have a? Yeah, we have a giant dog and a shitty okay. cat, a real grumpy okay. cat. Well, if you're he's not real... grumpy, he just complains a lot. If you're a if you're a pet owner, you might you might struggle on certain scenes in this movie too. No oh, spoilers. Oh god, I'm I don't know if Lori can handle it. No spoilers. <laughs> I'll try. I'll be like, hey, Uncle John said we should watch this movie, um, so let's watch it. All right. The other one I want to recommend. It's on Netflix right now. It's a documentary. It's called Playing Hard. And it is a documentary about the inception, development, and creation of a video game, a very recent video game that I haven't played. God of War. For Honor. Oh, For Honor. I saw this one. Yeah. Um, I I played this game. I thought it was very interesting. It was a nice introspective look on the development process, um, the current state of AAA titles from big developers, big publishers. Um, Very educational. And it's on Netflix, so everyone has Netflix. Check it out. I recommend it. Okay. Awesome, man. Um, the, I'll the check that out. I've played. I've played Sorry. that game. I've played For Honor. It's. Did um, you like it, or did you find it revolutionary, or? It's different. Um, it's. It it's definitely a fighting game. It's just done in a way that's very, um, yeah, innovative, different. So you, yeah, you so can you choose Viking. Um, Ninja samurai, or samurai, or or, or medieval or knight. knight. Yeah. Yeah. And they and just they're adding a new um, faction. I just saw, um, and unfortunately, I can't. I don't know if they've announced what it is, but they're con- they're still updating that game. And yeah, Golden Bear and I and Toast, we played that game, and um, it's fun. We kind of all had the same opinion. Like after you've done it a couple times, though. Like, what else is there to do? Which is the same complaint, like I, I talked about with Mortal Kombat, with a lot of other fighting games, is after you've kind of beat some ass, like, what else is left to do? You know, you come to a party to drink beer and kick some ass. You're out of beer, and then you're out of ass-kicking. What's left? So, um... Is there not a good carrot stick situation? Do you not level up your character? You do. Oh, moves, yeah. Lots of armor kind of and clothes okay. and moves. So, for a lot of people, that's that's the reason to keep playing, I would yeah. think. Yeah. Um, but the the creator, the main guy behind it, I wish I had his name in front of me. He's a he's a really eccentric kind of goofball. There was a not goofball. That's not the right word for it. He's he he's sort of like a Rob Zombie prodigy. Do music, yeah. Um, <laughs> so he there are two separate scenes. It's a it's a well made documentary, but I there are two Rob separate Zombie, scenes the in the way. documentary, at least like forty five minutes apart where it, it shows him in a hotel room putting all of his rings on. I thought that was really funny. Like, he has a ring for each finger, and it shows him kind of going through and not talking about it. It's just like a little uh, segue scene where it shows him, like, this is my And you watch this. That's okay. I'll check it out. Because <laughs> there's, anoth- there's another video game uh, documentary that I thought you were going to talk about, uh, all about the making of God of War, which people are saying is, like, Oscar-level documentary. Um, Ooh. And I have okay, not. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that one yet either. So, 
Is that on the is that on the Flix or I think it's I on to... it's either on the Flix or the Prime. It's on one of those okay. streaming okay. services. So awesome, man, man. I, Joel. When when you think about games like that, aren't you a little little bummed that we don't live in a world where all AAA titles come out on all devices? Um, I uh, am, God but of War, Spider-Man. I guess Man. I mean, there's part some good of me PlayStation ex- exclusives that I'll, I'll tell you what get it, a taste. You know, if that PS4 Pro gets to two hundred bucks, I'll probably pick it up just to play some of those Spider-Man. games. Spider-Man Dude, for sure. Love Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man, God of War. Um, what's the uh, The Last of Us? I want to play that one. I want to play Uncharted, and so then I uh, a friend's uh, PlayStation Three. And he was cool enough. He was going out of town, and he's like, "I'll let you have it for a week." And so I had a week to play The Last of Us, and I was blown away. I thought it was I did like- the same thing. I did the GameStop where if you buy a used console, you have a week to turn it back in and get all your money back. So I did nice. all that, and then I nice. even tried. Nice. I even tried to talk the wife into be like, "Um, we need this." It didn't work. Um, we might need this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I uh, I did not beat the game, but I really liked it, and I think. I think my initial thought with PlayStation was like, man, I'm never going to get the controller, but those, I'll be honest, those double bumpers are kind of nice. Like having two extra buttons is kind of nice and it feels super natural, super natural. Um, so yeah, if that price drops a lot, which will probably be when the PS five is like officially announced, um, I might do that just, and I'll probably be able to, you know, sell it again for like a hundred bucks. But then you might want to put that money towards your new Oculus Quest. That's true. So you got to be careful. I'm just saying. That's true. All right. <laughs> Let's get into some trivia. We got some listeners on Mixler.com. If you guys want to play some trivia with us, go ahead and let us know. Yeah, um, Joel, it is officially time. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you can keep talking. <laughs> I feel like when I talk, it cuts the... No, it doesn't. Out. It doesn't. Okay. Nope. Um, Joel, it's officially time for you to shut down your Mixler. Turn it off. I need to know. Turning off the chat. Chat send is me off. A, send me a screenshot of your chat closed, please. Um, Joel okay. is a notorious cheater, ladies and gentlemen. No, um, you keep saying he's this. Recently been, he's recently been uh, uh, surpassed by another well-known cheater. I'd like to talk about the Nighthawk for a little while. He's currently <laughs> leading. Beating the scoreboard in golden bars on Rad Dad Radio, Rad Dad Redemption. Um, we, nothing can be confirmed, but I have my suspicions. That's all. <laughs> oh, you well, actually sent me a photo. Look at this. I'm getting yeah. a photo right now of Joel's computer, <laughs> and I do not see the Mixler chat. Very well yeah. done, sir. Yes. All right. Um, all right. So I'm. I got to get into chat here. It's uh, trivia time. The way it works is the team that can collect the most points, and by team I mean individual player, whether that's on <laughs> uh, Mixler or my brother Joel on this podcast, uh, who gets the most points out of the six video game-related questions I have, will take a gold bar, and we'll uh, update you guys on the gold bar scoreboard at the end of the round. Uh first uh team to what joel what's our final game 21 15 so if one of our online listeners gets to 15 uh they will get a collapsible red dead redemption now 
collectible shot glass. It looks like a pocket watch, can't but buy, yeah, can't buy you could anymore. be the guy at a party that <laughs> there's a couple scenarios that have to happen. A, you have to be at a party with liquor. <laughs> B, you have to be in a scenario where someone's like, who wants to do a shot? And C, you have to be able to, before they pour your shot, get up to them, pull out your fake pocket watch, do a flick of the wrist, extend that shot glass and say, why, yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could set up that scenario and be like, hey, guys, I'm having a party just to do shots in my weird brass shot glass. But, yeah, that's what our listeners will get. And then for any of our on-air guests or hosts, if one of us gets the 15 first, um, or I guess one of us, this is in addition to that, uh, then we have a, we're going to get a nice cowboy hat, a nice uh, top top dollar, upper end of 100 bucks, 60 plus dollar cowboy hat. Heck yeah! You can pick your color, your size, your accoutrement. Yeah, what's the what's the scoreboard right now? Ooh, let me go back in my archives here. Scoreboard tells me that currently we have a Nighthawk in the lead with six gold bars. Uh, you and I are tied with three gold bars, so you stand to pull ahead today. Mm-hmm. Jordan, the Ventrilo fart. Where'd that fart come from? Uh, in third place with two gold bars, and then there's a bunch of other mouth breathers that have one gold bar we'll see what happens today all right all right your first question uh chat sound off i i um i shouted at those guys if i had to look at it now i would say we have a golden bear and a nighthawk participating anyone else that wants to play uh join us each and every week um we always do it wednesday night something like 10 30 11 8 30 mountain walk Eastern yeah. Standard Time, um, yeah, eight thirty ish. Love to have mountain you. Time, yeah. No one cares about Mountain Time. No one. No one cares. There. It's a weird All time right. zone. <laughs> Your first question: In Japan, the variety kit of Nintendo's Labo sold how many copies within the first week? So you guys will all give an answer, and whatever uh, whatever answer is closest to the number that I found. We'll take the point. Um, we are getting some answers in from chat. Is, is there a uh, a theme to tonight's trivia here? Just vid- just random video game trivia. Okay. So that you're familiar with the Labo? Yeah, it's a bunch of, of cardboard. A bunch of cardboard pieces. A bunch of cardboard you can strap to your Nintendo Switch. They recently announced their their VR uh, Labo set, which is which is pretty so cool. So this is units sold, is what I yes, have to tell is, you. Yes, this is. Uh, specifically the variety kit. So this is sort of like a mix bag kit that Nintendo okay. released. Uh, sort of a little uh, little beak little beak wetner for the uh, Labo experience. Um, I, I I don't have a Nintendo Switch. Um, I don't know any. Well, no, I have a couple friends that have them. None of them have purchased uh, the Labo stuff. But if you were a youth and you're into science and you're into building stuff, you like Legos, I support the Labo uh, approach to Nintendo's line of products, especially and the VR. Um, we got is, some this, answers in. is this in Japan only or in the United States? Or So this is just in Japan where Nintendo is kind of a big deal. I don't know if okay. you've heard about this. Okay. Um, sort of their their home, home field advantage there. Nintendo in Japan, how many variety kit Labo sets were sold? Okay. In the first Can I week? answer? Joel, let's get your answer, buddy. Okay. Well, 
Um, I don't really know. Uh, Japan is tricky uh, because, I don't know, I feel like they're hot and cold on Nintendo's stuff, so it's hard to tell. Um, I know Labo was surprisingly popular, so I think it'll be in the higher end. I know a, a good amount of games to be sold. I don't know. I feel like 250,000 units is like minimum success, so this was probably popular. But Japan is where Nintendo's from. I'm going to say I'm going to say 800 and 1,000 units. 801,000 units. All right. Everyone else is in. Nighthawk has said 10 million units um golden bear said 1.3 million units correct answer is 90,410 units joel you're gonna grab that first yes cacao nicely done all right good job chat second question ed met sour ox is an anagram for a 2019 video game release I need you guys to name the title. Once again, it's Ed, E-D, Met, M-E-T, okay. Sour, S-O-U-R, Ox, O-X. Okay. It's an anagram for a 2019 video game release. I want the title that that's an anagram for. So we'll give you guys a little bit of time on this. It helps if you write it down. Again, E-D space M-E-T space S-O-U-R space O-X. And remember with anagrams, this could all be one word. This could be two words. This could be three words. Ignore the spaces. Use the letters. It's an anagram. We'll give our chat some time to scratch their noggins. While they're doing that, I just want to do a shout out to podcast right now. You guys can check us out each and every weekend on the on all of your favorite you know podcast streaming devices that's uh google play your uh your soundclouds your itunes podcast your your the podcast app on uh, ios uh, podcast right now lots of fun over on that podcast I, I i love this podcast because i don't get a chance to geek out as much as i do um over there i feel like i'm holding those boys up or i'm like sort of a I'm I'm sort of on a you know on a boat floating out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean all on my own with a with, with no one to chat to they 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 like video games but n it seems like none of our um, our taste aligns so I love I love getting on this podcast every week and talking to you Joel um, we're waiting for chat to come in with some answers again um, solve the anagram Ed Met <laughs> Sour Ox 2019 okay. video game releases. Mm. This is I hope this is I hope this is updating. I think it is, but okay. Um, this is really tricky, John. Oh yeah, I'm trying to go anti Google for uh, the Nighthawk. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're getting some answers in here. Okay. I think I'm. Yeah, I think I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm ready. Getting nothing from chat. I'm ready. So. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go ahead. Yeah, let's go ahead and get your answer, buddy. Metro Exodus. Okay. It's. Um, I mean, they've had time. It's yours, buddy. You get the point. Yeah. It just uh, literally. I was like completely. I was. I was gonna say Apex Legends, and then I realized there's no L. Yeah. And yeah, uh, there. That's your giveaway. Yep. 
So there you go. I'm pretty sure you Googled 2019 video game releases, but hey, it's okay. It's okay. No. <laughs> no, man. You're denying? Are you officially denying that you didn't Google? I did not Google. It's ungoogleable. It's an anagram. You got to use your brain. Did you Bing it? I did use Bing. No. <laughs> I don't think a Mac will load Bing. I don't know if it will either. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Golden Bear said no idea. Uh, Nighthawk said erectile dysfunction men, erections, tomahawk sleep. Uh, there's a decent chance Nighthawk doesn't know what an anagram is. Mm. Um, all right, next question. In Red Dead Redemption 2, where can you find the cigarette card for Faye DeLaro? It's in Valentine. Valentine is the city, but I want to know okay. where are we looking? Where are we getting this card? I have w- only one guess. Um, well, you save your guess because chat's going to steal it if you say it. Chat, take some time. Talk to your non-existent teams and maybe ask your mom. I don't know if you have to go, go upstairs from your basement. But... Um, so you're still, are the, you still playing the game? Who? Oh, me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did I did I tell you last week I was in chapter four and someone came up to me at a trivia show and was like, "Hey, you're you're going back to Red Dead. You're you're doing a second playthrough." And I'm like, "Nope, still, still on uh, still on chapter four, but I'm I'm loving it." Here's here's the tip with Red Dead Redemption Two: you gotta space it out. If you put a couple weeks in between every play session and then you go hard, that game is awesome. <laughs> It's um, it, yeah. You gotta kind of. It's like a show you have to wait for if you if you space it out. By yeah, you gotta days. let your you gotta minimum two hours, but you gotta let yourself get immersed into it, and then you're 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 free oh, yeah. and clear. Yeah, I totally agree, and I say minimum fifteen minutes, and then you're immersed. But do we have to be super specific, like with the name of this place or location? Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'll 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 count. Uh, I'll count close answers we got chat in joel what's your answer um well i'm between the train station or the saloon i believe the saloon was um smithfields smith smithies something smith laro the cigarette card valentine i'm gonna say that you can find that card in the saloon okay nighthawk said the kroger you dummy. Which, of course, does not appear in Red Dead Redemption 2. Krogers um, aren't everywhere, Nighthawk, by the way. It's true. It's true. There's some Myers out there. Golden Bear 123 said, The Good Store. All of you are wrong. Um, if you look to the south, there's a barn. And it is in the upstairs oh. section it's too specific. of that barn. So too, no how the hell would it. we get that? What a throwaway. Well, you know what? I'm trying to do some harder questions. Okay. Right? Here's okay. the next question. Okay. The, uh, I can't ask this one next. <laughs> Why? We'll save this. It's too. It's if you didn't like that one, this one's way too hard. <laughs> oh, good. So we got. We'll a do teaser. this next one. Okay. Okay. Um, created by Data East in 1982, the Bear Burger. Um, Jesus Christ, the Bear Burger, the Burger Time arcade game. It had how many boards, aka levels? Oh, Increasing wow. difficulty, more enemies. Yeah, Mr. there was Hot pickles Dog, and Mr. And Pickle. Yeah, there were eggs out. eventually. There's fried oh, eggs. That's right. Yeah, um, lettuce, lettuce monsters. Released in 1982, Burger Time arcade game had. That's actually a really burgers. fun game. That was a really fun game. Um, oh, yeah, it's a classic. 
Classic. I love that burger time. Makes me hungry when I play it too. All right, I have a number in my head. I'm ready. So this is total boards. I'll be honest. Anytime I've ever played that game, whether it's at a barcade or at home on a Nintendo or an emulator, I probably hit level two, maybe three, if I was lucky. I'm I'm not good at burger time. Maybe you're maybe you're pretty good. Um, We got our answers in from chat. Joel, your answer. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, Golden Bear said 99. Nighthawk said 75. The correct answer is 6. Bingo! Joel gets the point. 3 to 0 to 0. Nighthawk, Golden Bear, get your shit together. Next question. Wolfenstein 3D. Yes. Was the second major release by id Software. Mm -hmm. Or ID Software, however you want to say that. After... What 1990 side-scrolling platform game for the PC? Wait, so I'm what? The title. What's the question? So Wolfenstein 3D it was the second major release from id Software. Okay. But what game came before it in 1990? It was not a Wolfenstein title. Uh, it oh, it wasn't. A, no, it wasn't a Doom title, anything like that. I want to know what game. It was a side-scrolling platform platformer by id software yep in 1999 1990 90. way back way I back pre windows 95 Ooh, it was a rough time on pc back then but it was all awesome I, we had some older computers joel side scrolling um, have we played this game sims um I, I don't think i can give that away you son of a bitch have can I ask this question? Have they remade this game in any capacity, or added onto it, like sequelized it, or anything like that? Well, I mean, are we asking for hints? Is that what you want? Hints now? I just want context, John. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you context. Nineteen ninety. <laughs> You're an platform. asshole. Id Software. You have okay. three major hints to work with. You got all you need. Okay. Oh my god. So, I don't Chad, know. As soon as you think you know, let us know. This was the second release from Id Side Software. Scroll, side scrolling. Or I'm can sorry, I, the first release from Can I ask can I ask from, yeah, Can yeah. we do 20 questions? I, was this a franchised like property? I'm not answering your hint grabs. I'm not No one's going to get this, John. Zero people are even going to come close. And if they do, they're looking it up 100,000%. You would know this <laughs> if I asked you this question. Would I know it? Yeah, you definitely would know it. I would shit my pants and crawl away. And if you don't know it, I'm definitely not going to know it. Joel, you're up 3-0, buddy. You don't got to worry, man. All right. Just throw a guess out there, buddy. I'm ready. Have fun with it. I'm going to say a guess. All right, say it. Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse is incorrect. Double Dragon from Golden Bear is incorrect. RuneScape from Nighthawk is also incorrect. Are you ready for the answer, Joel? Uh Uh-huh. You played it. You're an asshole. The answer is Commander Keen. Oh my god, we played the shit out of that game. <laughs> we played old. that on the Mac. Yeah, no, we had Windows 95 and we had We um, had an iMac. Decent Flight Sim, we had Minesweeper and we had Commander Keen. And Not we had bad. the Independence Day uh Flight Sim as well. <laughs> we flew, flew the alien All ships. Right, um just for funsies, let's do one more. Um so recently announced the vive index vr you may know vive from steam there they they run steam on uh 
on 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 the computer PC gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they're behind such hits as Team Fortress, Portal, and uh, what's the other big one? Uh, Half Life, right? See, Vive, yep. big company. Yep. They yep. Uh, they jump into the VR market on their on their own accord. I want to know what what is the frames per second or the refresh rate for the recently announced Vive Index VR headset when operated in experimental mode. So what whatever uh, whatever person guesses closest, we'll, we'll throw, a, throw a point to. Okay. So this is operated in experimental mode. So, I mean, basically to, to frames get this right, Frames per second. Some, yeah, how many frames per second? A refresh rate, how many hertz, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so, I mean, to get this, you got to kind of know I mean, on our Xbox One X for enhanced games, it's guaranteed 60 frames per second. You might see a dip here and there. Um, if you're a PC gamer, you're used to higher than that. Um, VR okay. standards right now are at about 90 frames per second. And that is just because if any any lower than that, they, they, they're pretty sure you'll barf. You'll, you'll have motion sickness. Okay. Um, so we got some answers coming in. Okay. What you got, Joel? 240. 240. Um, you win again. Nighthawk said 1,250, which is not possible. <laughs> I don't know if you understand That's, how computers work. You could see the feathers uh, on a hummingbird's wings <laughs> at that frame rate. You, you, could run, you could run that frame rate, but it would literally be like a one polygon sphere in the middle of a nothing background. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Golden Bear went 474 way too high nothing's capable of running games like that um what you said is way too high in experimental mode they say um uh, 144 frames per second so that's pretty cool there we go yeah i remember new... when tvs were playing around with 120 and 240s um but they it gave that soap opera feel that a lot of people did not like. So now 60, well, 120 is still what, what you'll find in a, a modern yeah, television. What the, yeah, what those TVs are doing are they're they're um, they're tweening. They're like they're adding um, they're adding frames where frames don't exist using yeah. software. Pixel melding um, and yeah, Tom Cruise yeah. told me all about it. What, have you have you have you seen have you seen that PSA that Tom Cruise does about making sure no. the settings on your TV are done correctly before watching his movies? He's a smart guy. Yeah, turn all that processing off on your TV. He if really is. This He's... And you've never gone to your TV settings and you haven't turned off any processing going on in there. You have to do this. Um, anything that says smooth mode. Yeah, um, smoothing, digital know, any, smoothing. Yeah, anything like that. Turn it off. For sports, I kind of understand it. I think it would enhance viewing, you know, basketball or football or something like that. Uh-huh. But if you're playing a video game, you are not only adding frames that don't exist, but you are you are adding latency to your input. So please, please turn that off. I remember Joel when you first got. It was like a 52-inch. Do you hear this? It was when is something happening? It's the Burger Time theme. There it is, baby. <laughs> Okay, but when sorry. you first um, when you first purchased one of these newer flat panel TVs, this was years ago, right? And it was a plasma. Mm-hmm. It was when plasma was blowing up, and it was like a 52 inch, and, and it was like, it was sick. I mean, sit down uh-huh. in front of this thing. It, this was a gnarly TV. It's um, thick and heavy too. Yeah, we were at Camp Keystone, 
Yep, the and, science school. Yeah. And you fired up the Blu-ray for The Dark Knight. And uh-huh. I love this movie. I've seen this movie. It's a great film. Maybe maybe the best film. And <laughs> I had to tell you. And we argued. We argued throughout the entire movie. It's like, dude, no, this is wrong. Something something is wrong. You're like, "No, man. This is what this is what new TVs look like." I'm like, "No. There's something going on here." And it was cuz it was taken a Blu-ray which, you know, most movies are filmed at 24 frames per second uh, on film. Um, so that's different 26, than 24. But yeah. It's 24, trust me. Um, if it's in Europe, and, it's 26. Uh, and what it was doing it was like I was like adding all these frames in between and it looked like uh The Dark Knight but like if it had sex with days of our a la- lives <laughs> a latina soap opera yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it was bad um, all right so yeah good job on trivia joel you're taking a bar buddy you pull ahead you now have four gold bars you're sneaking up on that google using nighthawk piece of shit strap some shit on your face let's all leave this place it's john's virtual reality corner <laughs> <laughs> welcome yeah, welcome to the virtual reality corner. My name's John. Um, something big happened this week. Well, first of all, I should say I should say that uh, we're only 13 days away. Ooh, in seven minutes, 12 days away from my uh, Oculus Rift S shipping to my doorstep and me immediately plugging that Display Port and USB 3 into the back of my GTX 1080. AMD Ryzen 2600. I'm so You're stoked, dude. Nerd. You have no idea. You have no idea how <laughs> excited I am. Um, so we're very close. We're very close to the uh, the the intro to VR for a man late to the game. Um, so Joel, are you familiar with MythBusters? Yeah, Jamie. Okay, so Jamie yeah, and uh, Adam's uh, Adam and Jamie. Yeah, yeah. So they got a, they got a couple boys that work on the side, and it's uh, Norman Chan and Jeremy Williams. They they released their review on the YouTube channel and the website Tested. And okay. uh, I'm not sure you, if you're familiar you, with this YouTube channel. They do a lot this. of tech reviews and things like that. Um, they finally put up their review for the Oculus Rift S. Um, just to run down the pros really quick, the Pass Through Plus is supposed to be amazing, groundbreaking. So while in VR, you can now double tap the home button and immediately have a pass-through mode. It's in black and white, but it is scaled properly and it's completely 3D. And so the example they showed was that he was sitting on his couch while his wife was watching TV and then he had a different, um, he had like a YouTube screen scaled to where the tv was on the wall and he was watching something different (laughs) so like okay this yeah this is like some next level shit um it's it's how you set up your room scale and the new oculus inside uh i'm sorry the software is called um insight and um this pass-through mode this pass-through plus is where should you get to the edge of your guardian system which once you set out the parameters of your play space you, you trace on the floor with your controller like a laser pointer. This is where I, I want to play, and this is what I want to have you know, happen within this area. Um, should you approach the edge of that during gameplay, a grid will show up on, on the walls, right? It'll, it'll just appear in, in whatever game or whatever application you're in, and if you peek your head through it, 
you'll you'll peek out of VR and then Shut that pass through plus will kick in and you can see the your what? living room. You will see that, you will peek well, out. I needed that at the VR bar VR. so much when I was A trying to find my beer and B trying to find you. <laughs> that would have been really nice. <laughs> and so and so if you're interested in, in VR at all and I mean it's part of the reason why I keep bringing it up on this podcast. I'm stoked on it and and I want you guys to be into it too. I know you're saying like, "Oh, Oh, VR, I'm not into it. What, what am I going to do? I'm going to buy a VR headset? Yes, you can. Um, the Quest is uh, the standalone uh, one that does not require a PC. Uh, it's a hit on graphics. It's a hit on fidelity. The, the resolution and screens are actually nicer than what's coming in the Rift S, and that's the one I'm trying to push a lot of my friends and Joel to buy so that we can play VR games together. There's a lot of cross-play between the devices, but the one I'm getting and the one that arrives in uh, 12 days and three minutes now uh, is the Oculus Rift S, and that's just a slight upgrade from the original Oculus Rift. But this pass-through pass mode is huge. Everyone's loving it. They're freaking out. It's almost worth the upgrade alone. Um, the other one is uh, watching their review. The audio, not so great. They used to have a system where it was built-in headphones for spatial audio oh, into the headset, so you didn't have to mess with headphones or earbuds or anything like that. It was all part of the headset on the original CV1, the consumer version one, Oculus Rift. You would put it on. Your headphones were already connected. They're there. You're good. Um, this version, uh, it's built in audio, but it's built into the head strap. So it's similar to the Oculus Go, which, Joel, you saw. It's audio piped down the sides of the headset and uh -huh. into your ear. It's it's fine. It's clear. It, uh, it just lacks uh, a little bit of mid and a and a whole bunch of low end. So okay. Um. So so that an, an audio solution is 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 needed for this. Which I mean, for me, I don't mind. I don't mind plugging in headsets. Um. You know, he, plugging in plugging in some headphones there. So not not a big deal. Not a deal breaker for me. Um. The tracking was a was a big worry. Uh, when this thing was first announced because it's inside out tracking it does not require base stations placed around your room which are basically infrared webcams pointed towards your play space um, they ship the original oculus rift with two um, but they recommend you buy another one for an additional like 50 oh that or was going to be my question so you can add you can add them yes you can but this headset and the Oculus Quest require zero. You don't have to run wires. You don't have to mount anything. It's all inside-out tracking. It uh, when you do the setup, it has you. Can you, you add them to the Quest? What's that? Can you add these infrared room scanner? No, no things. You don't. Okay. It, it, they don't. They don't work with those. That that okay. is completely like old tech. You do not need those anymore. Um, it is inside-out tracking. But the worry is, is there's a blind spot. Um, where D directly behind your head and this is like a weird spot where your controllers it's not typical that you're reaching directly behind you in a game in a in a vr experience um well that bow and arrow game uh quiver you definitely do a lot right but it's a motion where you're reaching back and you're grabbing it and there's cameras uh -huh. on the sides of the headset that's going to pick up a lot of that and then okay when you lose tracking if you do it within a second or two if you're outside of that uh, trackable area the the controllers have accelerometers right just like okay. your phone okay. so it'll you know if you rotate or move in position to the or in um, 
relationship to the headset, it will still track. You you just kind of have to be quick about it. Um, okay. My big okay. concern was there's a free game, and it's called Echo Arena, and this is sort of um, just picture. Um, do you remember that movie in that based off the book? Was Ender's Game? Hell yeah. Yeah, and so there's a there's a couple multiplayer modes on that where it's zero gravity. And the way you get around the map is you have little jetpacks on your wrist, but yeah. then also you grab geometry around you. So you might have a hand placed on a piece of geometry while you're looking in the complete opposite direction and shooting. And so I was worried about that losing tracking. And based on this uh, review from the tested boys, old old Norm and Jeremy there, um, they say it was like majority of the time did not cause an issue and if anything it might just change how you play that that type of game um a lot of games don't it's just not part of the game where you're putting your hands behind your back and that kind of thing okay. but they were doing okay. things in this game like uh there's a disc game so like there's a goal on each side and you have to run around and it's like three on three and you pass the disc to each team member and you can mm -hmm. stun a team, uh, a member of the opposite team by punching them in the face and you have to just get your disc through the other goal, right? And mm -hmm. uh, they were doing stuff like passing the disc behind their back, hand to hand, no problem. So I'm not worried about that. Um, the other big one with this new tech and this becoming the new minimum spec for all VR is room scale tracking. So these are games where it takes the space of your room and develops a, an, a play area for that space. So okay. you're not you're not traveling with a controller or a touchpad on your con on your controller. You're walking. You're physically walking over to an area. And this was a big problem for those uh, lighthouse sensors or those outside in tracking devices because maybe you have a chair or maybe you bend over and it's only tracking one controller now because your body is in the way um it's called a you know occlusion and um yeah so so this is really exciting for you know for this this headset specifically and the quest 2 this room scale tracking where the only thing that's going to be occluded is if you put your hands behind your head, you know, they also say they have some issues right up front, like right in, right in front of the cameras. If you bring them too close to your face, you can have some problems, but developers are working around that and changing games. So that was the big one in VR this week. Um, for me personally, I mean, there's a whole okay. bunch of stuff going on in the community, but to see those guys come out and, uh, and kind of give the thumbs up on it. That was the last thing I was sort of waiting on. I have mine pre-ordered. And we're going to talk plenty more about VR in the future. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's everything I wanted to talk about. Okay, right on, man. Well, I know the countdown has begun, which means next week's podcast, you'll basically be a week away. So I'm excited to see what kind of new information comes out right before this. The uh, subreddits for both of these, uh, the Quest, the Oculus, just the subreddit for virtual reality. It's a mess, man. People are losing their shit. They cannot wait anymore. And what sucks is a bunch of content creators and a bunch of, you know, YouTubers and stuff, they got all their gear for free uh -huh. early to review it. And it's just like, oh, I get to watch you play with the toy that I have. Also, um, I, I mentioned I, I built a PC for this. I've been doing, like, uh -huh. some, some benchmark testing and, like, looking at some of the some of the games I can run and 
as far as VR goes, like there's not a game I can't run on this thing. So like, uh, Sky, Joel, did you play Skyrim? Hell yeah, dude. Okay, so I, I've never played Skyrim. I stopped playing the Elder Scrolls games at like Oblivion. I think I just I just haven't been interested or I didn't have the time. Maybe. Um, I mean, that was Skyrim the last is... one before Skyrim. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm not way out of. I'm, I'm no. Not way out. Okay. And they don't. They. I mean, outside of just normal world lore, they don't necessarily connect directly. You know. Oh, and I don't care either. Like if I if it's been this long, I'm fine jumping in. But that's going to be one of the games I get. Uh, I think right out of the gate. Well, that's and, a good segue cool, into... Um, well, well, I was just going to say real quick, what's cool about that game is that it's been out for six years, and so there are like an insane amount of mods that I'm going to have to figure out how to install. on. Like I'm, I'm entering a world of like now I'm modding a PC version of a game for a VR headset. Like this is some next level shit that I am not used to. I am a console boy. I am used to turn it on, install the patch and now the game works and I just navigate through the menu and start multiplayer. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, this is gonna Yeah. I, I will, I will report back. I'm very excited and, um, it's become an obsession. Go on. Sorry. Awesome. Well, that brings us to tonight's top three, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world. Welcome to rad dad radios. Top, 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 Top three. On tonight's top three, top we discuss three. games that would kick ass in virtual reality. Do you have a game? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I always try to sync up with that bass drop, and I always fuck it up. So, Top three games that would kick ass in virtual reality. And uh, your Skyrim. Great. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate you vote of confidence <laughs> your uh skyrim was just a perfect segue into this because that is it's not on my list but that's one of those games that um i would love to be able to play would that work on the quest would i be able to do that or it has to be in the store or how does that how does that work the the compute required to run skyrim even without okay. mods okay Im- impossible for the quest now that being said, if you had a PC that could run it flat and, and, and was, you know, beefy enough to run run that game, um, they are working on, like, uh, wireless streaming apps, which I've used uh, with, with some amount of success for the uh, Oculus Go to play Subnautica and to play... Um, there was a really cool demo uh, for a game that wasn't released, but... Uh, anyways, but... Um, yeah, so so it can be done, but when you stream a game, there's compression, there's a there's a slight amount of latency. You gotta have a you gotta have a decent home network, so you gotta have a nice, you know, five five gigahertz router, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, but if you don't have the PC to run it, no. The Quest okay. is cool because it's completely standalone, but it operates on a mobile chipset, so it's the Snapdragon 835. It's a last year's Android phone chipset overclocked with a fan. Okay. It's limited. It's limited. It's going to run Beat Saber. It's going to run Super Hot. It's going to run okay. uh, Rec Royale. It's going to run a lot of games really good. Like this, this thing is still awesome, and I'm not trying to shit on it. But 
you, you I mean it you cannot expect like PC console quality uh, graphics through it okay that was a great explanation <laughs> um, Dude, Joel you have no idea how excited I am man I my tits, oh, I, we can we all they've know. not softened I know um what's your number three <laughs> what's your number three uh game that you wish or hope or maybe already is in VR uh, that we all have played maybe on Xbox or something similar um, top three okay. okay so my number three I when when we when you and I talked earlier today and decided this would be the top three it was hard for me to not only pick shooters okay you know what I'm saying because sure. that seems like a go-to and so many VR games to different degrees of polish and fidelity and 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 you know necessity for virtual reality like so many of them like are shooters right they're wave based shoot wave based shooters or music games right um, uh-huh. so i really tried to make an effort to not do shooters but uh, my number 3 is sea of thieves i thought that would be really cool <laughs> to like grab the film is that what you, was that yours that's my number three drink. Yeah, that's boy, only happened drink. one other time. Yeah, everybody drink. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that last night, man, when I was playing. Like, it's such a and pretty the game. Cannons. The Dude, graphics blasted out of the cannon in three in in full three D. Yeah, wide angle, totally. The graphics VR. The Get graphics are good where they need to be. Like the character models, you know, some of the objects in the game. It's it's pretty like cartoony but the water the sunsets um you no, know that, that game is clean man it's stylized it is yeah. it does have a stylized look but that that game i dare you to find a jaggy i dare you to find a pixel like it is yeah it is gorgeous very clean yeah very that would be polished. that would be an awesome game in 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 uh in vr yeah, my yeah. uh i guess that that'll bring me to my number two and i just thought this would be fun because it's various game types in one um but I feel like Fusion Frenzy would be such a fun VR game. Um, smashing bugs and um, spray painting shit and running around grabbing those gems. Imagine doing the ball where you have to roll the balls onto the little goal points, the metal balls yeah. that your character's inside. Like you have to use your hands to rotate the ball around. Like, I don't Get know. It together. I- I felt like a game like that with multiple game types that could also show off lots of different ways VR could be experienced. I thought that would be pretty cool. Well, it's a so. good multiplayer experience too, right? Like Yeah, absolutely. V- absolutely. VR is so there is this weird feeling when you put it on that like you're leaving the the current world and so you're you seem you you feel alone. It's sort of like a solitary act VR, but mm-hmm social social applications social games multiplayer games that's that's where it, it can defy that right like it can come it, you can bring people together and people can have yeah. really unique wild experiences together and and shared memories you know and that's why again don't with the release of the quest if you're listening to this and you're like i'm never going to get a vr headset i don't think it's proven i don't think the apps are there i, I just dare you to like maybe do some research on it and and consider it it's a 400 hundred dollar purchase but you've spent more on your smartphone you spent more on your alcohol addiction you spent more on your um your your console and your game purchases just consider yeah. it. it's not that much it sounds like a lot but it's not that much um my number two is Forza Horizon. I, I love a good racing uh, or racing okay. sim. Um, okay. 
they have some really good this is kind of a cop out because they have a lot of really good um you know racing games for vr um project cars 2 is the current one that i probably kind of have my eye on most oculus just put the first one on sale today for 15 dollars, so I'm, I'm tempted to pull the trigger on that no pun intended um but i uh i feel like two is where it's at and if i'm just entering this world you know as far as racers sure. go i mean yeah. if you want to talk about well i feel like sickness, well know. yeah but just uh like it's always awkward to like uh, you have to do a button combination to look to your right or to look behind you, look to your left, like change the view so the camera's on the hood of the car, all that stuff. I feel like right. in VR, that would be so much more natural. And I yeah. I don't know, my, my theory would be a lot of people that may not be good at racing games would actually be good at a VR racing game because it's much more natural it's more like what you're used to driving like around to on doing, your yeah. daily luck, commute uh, yeah going to pick the kids up from school after playing that in vr <laughs> though like you're gonna have to really <laughs> look at your speed limit you know what i mean yeah um so with those they most most of those games and i was researching this literally today because that went that was the daily deal on the oculus you know ecosystem was the um you know, the oculus store was like Fifteen dollars for Project Cars One. Um, it's not motion controllers. Like you don't hold your motion controllers up and hold a wheel. Um, I think the way to do it is drop some more money. If you're a racing dude, drop okay. drop another hundred bucks, and you got to get that wheel and you got to get those pedals. Because if you oh, sit in a wow, chair yeah. and you're yeah, gripping the wheel, and that that's wheel true. has haptics. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. I can't. Yeah, I can't think. Get of a little fan. Get person. a little fan blowing, blowing some air yeah, at you. Put the fan yeah. up. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. And then, and then, like you said, you know, if you want to check your six, like you're you're physically looking up at the rearview mirror, or you know, if you someone's on your side, you just look to the left or right, like when you're driving. You yeah, know? you're on that awesome, outer man. belt, trying to get to work on time. I'm, a, you know, smell I'm the. My, Check my blind spot, you know. <laughs> Burn some garbage bags in the room so you can smell some burnt rubber. Yeah, that sounds do you know they, awesome. Do you know they have a device for that, Joel? For scents? Oh, my yeah. God. Of course they do. I'm not even kidding, man. It fits over your headset and, it, and like, kind of over your face. You look like Darth uh, Vader when you I bet it. it. I bet it's really awkward if you watch, like, look at porn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, Sea of Thieves. We're trying to get see that it, on. Uh, sea of Thieves. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same profile. Yeah. At least the Kraken. Oh yeah. no. Oh. All right. You ready for my number one? Um. Yes, I am. Okay. I this this is a game that we all loved, and it just kind of went away. I'm I'm pretty sure UFC kind of replaced it, but Fight Night, man. I feel like Fight Night in VR is a no brainer. Um. Just to be able to punch somebody in the face and be strategic, and you got to block, and then, you know, you get those slow motion recaps whenever you knock somebody out or uh, something like that. It's a boxing game. I, I just, I just feel like uh, that would be a pretty easy sell. Sale for me uh, yeah. would be a some sort of high, high, high res ish boxing game. Something that was. Um, it doesn't have to be super complicated, but just that feeling of punching somebody and like doing some strategies, and it would be a hell of a workout. You know what I mean? So that's my number one. I love that game. Yeah. We used to play that's the hell out one. of that. Um, each each so, thumbstick was its own fist. Remember, you'd like uh, use the thumbsticks as fists. 
Yeah. So, um, so there's a game uh, that's been out and been popular, and uh, a lot of people like it. Uh, it's coming to the Quest. So should you should you decide to jump okay. into the metaverse? Uh, it's called Creed: Rise to Glory. Oh, oh God. Okay. That sounds and it's awesome. Been on, and it's it's directly linked to the Rocky movies and 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 the Creed movies. Okay. And you play as Creed. Adonis Creed Um, you are a boxer and you fight many men and you block and you use your fist just like you were talking about and Rocky Balboa is your coach in this game so they have a modeled is that on quest this is on quest and it looks it it actually ported from the rift really well I've seen footage of this game on the quest and it looks it looks legit I'm just saying um And like Nighthawk. you said, good workout, you know. You're sitting there Night- punching midair for 40 minutes. Guess what? You've burned a bunch of calories. So I bet, man. Um, so Nighthawk our, has... our last couple were, were cop-outs because Well, I was going to say, they yeah, do well, exist, well that's the fun part about this segment. But I want to share Nighthawks with you. He put uh, Forza was his number three. Silent Hill. Ooh, a good horror VR. That would be cool. Silent and then, Hill. Um, oh, dude, horror, in v- horror games in VR. Oh, they hit. It's they hit in a big, tough. different way. Yeah. It's um, tough. Yeah. Arkham Asylum was his number one, where you get to be Batman, and they do have a Batman game, right? Where you get to put on the cowl and you get a. Isn't they do. that? It's a, more of an experience. It's a short. It's a short experience. It's not much of a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But, but it, you know what I mean? Like, you, if you played everything in that, it would take you probably an hour at most. You know what I mean? Half hour. That's the problem with a lot of these VR games is they don't. There's not a lot of full AAA experiences like you're used to on okay. the Xbox, but they are creeping in more and more. You're starting to see them more and more as the as the market grows. Um, my number one was Halo Five. And Halo Five, I, okay. Yeah, and it would be wild. It would take some some real development skill to pull this thing off, but. The locomotion and the gunplay and grenades, it's all doable, and and it has been done in shooters and VR. It would just be like, it would have to be such a clean culmination, like a real polished, tight version of that. Because Halo 5 is so twitch, right? Like, it's it's a slow shooter. It's It's not Call of Duty, but, I mean, with the clamber mechanics and the dash and the slide and the ground pound imagine a ground pound in vr like how badass are you if you can pull off one of those in first person perspective like dude um so that's i mean that's my number one my honorable mention and they have a mod right now well real quick before you move on i feel like they already have the framework for halo vr and that is in the arcade game fireteam raven which if you haven't gotten yourself to a Dave and Buster's, that's where you can find them. Um, but that is the Halo arcade game that came out last yeah. year. And uh, me and Golden Bear got to play it, um, oh gosh, about a month or so ago. And that is, it's it's a, it's a pretty linear. You know, you're on that invisible track. Um, it's like a and rail you're, shooter. Is what it's a rail it. shooter, yeah. like gun shooter. But I feel like that would be a pretty easy port over to VR. Um 
And I looked it up, dude. If you wanted to buy one of these machines for like your house, it would be seven seventeen thousand dollars for one of these machines, because it's like four K oh, screens and like it's an enclosed little chair that you sit in, and um, I think you can get up to four people that sit in this little weird Halo room. <laughs> do you but think uh, every Dave and Buster's, every Dave and Buster's has this, or they do. Dave and Buster's made a big deal on the announcement. They, I, I think they partnered and probably got some sort of deal on it, but. Yeah, every apparently it's according to the press release. Every Dave and Buster's has a Fire Team Raven console. Oh my thing. god! Yeah, because I need to play this. Yeah, take you know what you would be fun is uh, take the PCRN boys out to a Dave and Buster's and just uh, yeah. have a good old good old like maybe for someone's birth- whose birthday's coming up next. Who cares? Feel, Let's just go. It just gotta be I feel like birthday. Kevin's. Isn't Kevin the May birthday? I can't remember. I don't know. But uh, seems yeah, like a May boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my, uh, that was my, your number one. Uh, honorable mention would have been like uh, Grand Theft Auto and or Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay. Um, just because of the exploration and well, and you scale. have Grand Theft Auto is for they have a first person mode that well, some people apparently love. It's it's a lot for me to handle. It's it's well, very. Well, I was gonna say they detailed. have a, um, they have a VR mod on PC, but it's through another app. Um, that you have to kind of sp- spend some money on, and it's it kind of works, you know what okay. I mean? Like it's yeah. not. It's, it's not got a port over it's movements. Supported. Yeah. I want I want developed ground up VR. You know what I mean? Not uh-huh. not some tacked on after effect. Uh, yeah. So so I mean you can do it right now. You can literally go into Grand Theft Auto, get in a car, pick your guns, you know, crouch behind cover while cops. Oh, it's you. super you, detailed. You can do it. But yeah. um, but I would like a, a fully fleshed out supported Rockstar edition. And you know what? On a long enough timeline, I can't imagine we don't you know that we that we live in a world where <laughs> that's not something released in five well, years, ten years. You know, five a years, Rockstar, yeah. GTA, you are, you know, Tony Soprano, or pick your pick your mobster, sure. you know, fantasy, and you're playing that game. I can't. Vice imagine City would be fun. Real. I feel like Vice um, City would be a, an easy yeah. port over. Or, or, or how about you know Red Dead, man? Even just walking around the shop, the level of uh, uh-huh, yeah. detail and the, yeah. and the level of production on that game alone. Just looking around and reading things and looking at photos and I mean, total immersion. Yeah. Awesome, so, man. Well, let's. Uh, I got some Xbox news for you guys, so let's go ahead and uh, get into that news. Okay, so um, we have three mobile games that have announced, uh, three iOS mobile games that have announced that they will be using Xbox Live connectivity. So this was something that was talked about, and now it's becoming a real thing. Um, I don't know if you've ever played the Asphalt series. It's a racing game. I that is going uh, to... I don't know if I have either, but... It's pretty. It looks good. I mean, it's mobile level graphics, but it looks decent. It was designed uh, to play on your Apple TV as a like. I think Apple's way of like trying to create console style video games, but that will have Xbox Live integration as well as a game called Dragon Mania Legends and um, 
uh, I guess there's another asphalt game. So two racing games, and then this one called uh, Dragon Mania Legends will have Xbox Live integration. So this is, um, I feel like the more Xbox gets ahead in this is going to really position them to kind of take over the gaming world. Um, Nintendo Switch we talked about is it's rumored to come out on Switch in some capacity. And then there's even rumors that it could come out on PlayStation 4 because everyone knows their their online kind of blows in terms of user interface. So, um, yeah, I thought that was exciting. It's coming down the pipe. Next news, I got uh, Ghost Recon has a giant press conference tomorrow all about the Ghost Recon series. Did you play Wildlands at all, Cream? I never got my hands on that one, man. It looks it's a lot of fun. It looks so fun. Like I really want to play it, but yeah. I just it was one of those I never pulled the trigger on. I, I, I will tell you this: I really like Division, which is part of the Tom Clancy umbrella. You know, um, uh-huh. I really like Rainbow Six Siege. Those are mm-hmm. those are games that I have played. I I I put hours into. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I can't believe I haven't haven't tried that one yet. Yeah, this is uh, this is what we know about. There was a quick little leak on one of the stores. Um, it showed up on uh, via Reddit from uh, a few different sources, but it's apparently going to be called Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Release date is October 4th. Um, it'll be Xbox One, PC, PlayStation 4. And John Barenthal, who is famously known as Shane, Rick, come on, Rick, get your head straight, Rick. He played uh, Shane in the Walking Dead series. He's also the Punisher nice. on the Netflix series. Um, he played, uh, he was in that Fury tank movie with Brad Pitt. Uh, he is going to be the main bad dude in this upcoming game. And he apparently has a, an army of weapon, dr- weaponized drones. So he's uh, kind of a high-tech military villain. If there's one thing um, I know about the Ghost franchise, uh, the Ghost Recon franchise, they like their drones. They like their tech, that's for sure. Clancy likes them drones. Yeah. Um, it'll be a story-driven four-person co-op, which that fits with our community really well, so that's exciting. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're going to learn a whole lot about it tomorrow, so um, stay tuned on that. I love Wildlands. Wildlands was kind of like your classic Ubisoft where you got a giant map, tons of stuff to do, lots of different kind of little blips on the map that you get to go and explore. Uh, Golden Bear, Jayhawker, myself, we played it a lot. There's a lot of teamwork aspect. Um, they, put, they put Predator in that game. They did. They have a whole Predator s- story where you're hunting that the Predator. That sold me alone. We should play that together, man. That if sounds like bleeds, a lot of fun. you can kill it. I mean, everyone knows this. Kill me! Come on, do it! Kill me! I'm here. I'm here. I'm do here. it. Do it now. And he gets all covered up in the mud. Oh, man. That's a good one. It's a hold, it holds oh. up. It's I need classic. to see I uh, on HBO the new Predator. If you're an HBO subscriber, you can watch the new Predator movie. I haven't seen it yet. It's got the super Predator. Oh, I have. Is it good? How many uh, how many uh, Rusty Sheriff's badges would you give it? I'll go I'll go I'll go seven five on that thing, and that's a strong seven five. If you like the Predator lore, you'll have some fun okay. watching that okay. movie okay. for sure. Does Danny Glover make an appearance? No Glover. I'm out. Um, here's the other rumor. We haven't talked about this in a minute, man, but, uh, Apex is not doing well. Um, they've lost over 5 million regular users. Um, 
and a lot of people theorize that it is obviously the fan base for Fortnite was pretty darn high. PUBG yeah. is actually doing better than Apex. PUBG's got its own kind of committed group of uh, of players, so PUBG's kind of hung, kind of hung it. It's they're fun. Idiots. We like it. We like to, it. They're used to a buggy game. No, I like it, but I don't. I, Have you I, played it recently though? They've while. done a ton of updates. Have you played it since yeah, it's but been? It's still, a, a, it's still like a. It's it's still but, a super butt engine. The way that thing works and the netcode. I know, but like, have you have you played it since it's be it's gone from the Xbox preview to a full game? I have. Which that was, was only a while, like it a, was a while ago, but since I've played, they in, introduced the winter map that they had, and then they also introduced okay. that that then smaller have, four okay. by four jungle map that I I've, I okay. haven't tried any of that and maybe I should give it a try before well next time we have a good Kakfu night Kakfu is our gaming community kind of cool kind of effed up um next time we get that group together I I want to do the custom map where we can all play um on in a private map. on a private match I think that I'm would down. be a lot of fun I'm but down. anyway Apex is apparently now shifting its sights to mobile so um. Now, this could mean one of two things. A lot of people are griping. It's like, why are you putting your attention there when you could put put your attention into weekly updates and all this other stuff? Um, so Apex put out a statement saying, um, that's just not our game. Like, we never said we were going to do that. We never said we were going to do weekly updates. Um, we are just trying to put out a, a great free gaming experience. So apparently it's going to come out on mobile. Um some people think, like I said, that this might be the beginning of the end for Apex, that uh, mobile is it's kind of make or break when it comes to that kind of thing. So it's we've got to keep an eye on that. We'll see what happens with Apex Legends. Um, awesome, man. And then final news story I have. It's a Red Dead Redemption news story. Yeehaw! Oh, you're all right, boy. Come on here, girl. Come here, girl. Eat an apple now. Damn it. I have a <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> do, yeah, do the, do, the, do the Dutch voice for us, please. Oh, God. It's been a while. Arthur. Arthur. Come on. No, you got to listen to me, boys. Come here. Come, come. I can't do it. I can't. I got to play the you game. I got to get I gotta get tuned up. I got to get tuned up. Tune it up. Um, so, Red Dead, uh, fun little update. So, I played it. Um, I played it, I mentioned it in the top of the show. It, it, that new game type is a lot of fun. It's one of those game types where, um, you, again, you're on a horse, mass targets all over the place. There's no set path and you just go and you start off with a bow and arrow. You can shoot targets that are hanging from trees, um, or on the side of buildings they are in various spots. Or you can pick up weapons and and get guns, which is obviously a whole lot easier than a bow and arrow. You can also kill other players. Um, but the reason I kept playing is I was winning a lot. I was like getting first out of um, twenty two players. Um, oh yeah. And I just loved it, man. Like if we if you have a minute after we get done tonight, I would love to just play around with you because it, it it was I, a lot I, of fun. I think I could spare. I think I could spare some time. Yeah. Okay. Um. They also have a, a reward if you log on log on log on this week. And then the news story is if you are not level ten and you get to level ten um, before May thirteenth, so that's about a uh, just shy of a week from now then you will get um, a big reward, like $100 and some gold and things like that, some uh, some clothes and things like that. So 
Red Dead is trying to very non-aggressively, very slowly, they're massaging the fan base and trying to get them in because depending on where you read and what you look at, if you follow it the way I do because it's on my news feed because of this this uh, funny little podcast we do, um, it's a lot of hate. Um, and a yeah, lot of people are like, how long, internet, how, how long, how long, I know it's a negative place. How long are you going to be in beta? Why haven't you done what you did with Grand Theft Auto? That's like the common theme right now. Still, and it's still so early for Red Dead Redemption 2, man. I, I imagine this game in in a year, like a year yeah. from today. Yeah. We're still doing this podcast. Mark your calendar. A year from today, people are going to look back and be like, oh, my God. Remember yeah. when everyone was down on I, – and I don't even think it'll take that long. Maybe six months, you know. There's going to yeah. be game modes, and, and they're, they're going to continue to support this because – their next, their next um, product is going to be Grand Theft Auto Six, right? But which is a while. Take, yeah, yeah, it's going to take millions of dollars. It's going to come out on the next cycle. Yeah, um, probably. And yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, who knows what to expect from that? Because look at Five. Five still holds up today, right now, in 2019. It and oh, that it's came a blast. Yeah, a long time ago. So yeah, six years you hold ago. Hold your breath on, you know, your your criticisms on. Uh, on Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2, it's installed on your hard drive. It's there. It's waiting for you. When you want to be yeah. a cowboy, it's ready it's ready for you. It's waiting it's ready for, for you, you to hop in. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, what yeah, and what I was going to say is like uh I it's it, they the beta shield, the beta force field that they're using, it yeah. works for me. I like I'm not going to be critical on it. It's not like I'm playing every night wanting more. Like listen, if you're bitching about it, play play like something those, else. Yeah, like, like what like are the you Destiny doing? Guys, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just like the Destiny guys like this yeah. is it. This is all that's there. It's like dude, there's a million other games, okay? Yeah. I mean, that's actually Get not it a together. Comparison cuz Destiny There's a lot came up short, but you know what I'm saying? Well, it came up short, but I mean, I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. They they've done a lot to try to well, and, to get people and back you can in. Look at it as like, what'd you pay for it? Okay, you paid sixty dollars. How many Plus, hours have you played and had fun playing it? Okay, so yeah. the campaign was like, what, forty hours or something? Thirty hours for Destiny? If you, if you no, uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, it's a lot more than that, man. I would say yeah, for right? for a like, normal player that's actually exploring, not reviewing side quests. No, man, I'm gonna say eighty to a eighty to a hundred. If you're really okay. just, if you're actually, if, if you're trying to hundred percent it, it's a lot more. But okay, so if you're having fun and you're playing for that, you know, you know, sixty hours, eighty hours, something like that. Shut up, you know. Yeah, I agree. You, you, paid, you paid sixty dollars. The online is free. You paid nothing for that. Yeah. And I I know that there's the marketing angle of it's it's in beta mode, so you are not allowed to criticize. You can't release a review, or if you release a review, you have to put a huge asterisk saying this is beta mode. So I'm sure they'll uh-huh. update or, or change this. Just wait, man. Just give it uh-huh. some time. Grand Theft Auto Online it was not ideal at launch for a while. A lot of people got on. They, oh, for they a, at least I would say servers. better part of a year, it was pretty broke. You know, yes. it was only peer to peer as far as their matchmaking went. So the netcode was junk. Um, 
you gotta you gotta wait. You gotta be patient. Well, in Golden Bear, used, we used to have a routine of like, all right, did you reset your router? Okay, cool. Did you reset your Xbox? Remember how often we'd be like, hey man, you gotta reset your Xbox. That's why it's Heck not yeah, working. Man. I remember sitting um, in my living room and you know being <laughs> on that the button. phone and being on the headset and everything, <laughs> yeah. talking to you guys, trying to figure this out. Who's who's the problem? You know, and what it all traced back to, it was Jay Hawker who lived in uh, Frisco. Who he's got just. Junk Shitty internet. internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, here's what I think is going to happen with Red Dead Online 2. And uh, just to kind of put a bow on this, I think, look at Sea of Thieves, right? We had similar campaigns. Like, we played the game. It was fine. But we're like, man, it gets a little grindy. Um, and they just re- they just released this massive update of all this awesome stuff. We've covered it. I'm not going to go into it. I think Rockstar is sitting on an amazing online experience that they're, they just want to make sure that everything is ready before they put it out into the world. So just sit tight. Cause to your point, John, a year from now, we're still going to be, ta- I'm, I'm confident. We're still going to be talking about red dead online and uh, we'll see what happens. So the bones uh, of that game are so strong. Like yeah, how could it, how could it not be still a popular option in six months, a year, you know what I mean? Two years. I agree. Just like Grand Theft Auto Five, those bones are there, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Awesome, man. Well, uh, last little bit of the show, we got a, a an email I, I got from some someone. News. Hold on, I got some. Oh, you do? I... Okay. Yeah, I got some news. Well, can I? Uh, can I? Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go talk to a man about a python upstairs. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh... yeah. Go talk to your python. Um, okay. I'll get I'll into right this back. next story here. Um, actually, Joel's gone. I have control of the podcast. You guys want to talk about VR? Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. You guys, I'm so excited. Um, let's look at the Reddit right now while I'm just hanging out with you guys. So we'll go to reddit.com, and we'll go to the Oculus subreddit, and we'll scroll down. Let's see here. Um, everything's everything's pre-ordered. It ships May 21st. You guys really should buy a Quest. Um, my, my buddy Kevin's getting one. And he's going to get one for his friend. And then I'm pretty sure my buddy Carl's going to get one. Um, I'm getting the Rift S, but we can cross-play on a lot of games. So that's going to be exciting. Let's take a look here. Um, I'm just scrolling down the Reddit right now. Oculus Quest Rec Room Edition. Uh, people are liking this. It's getting good. At, it's good. I don't know if you know about Rec Room, but it's sort of like a, um, it's a multi-game uh, mode uh, VR app where you can play like Rec Royale, which is their battle royale mode, where you run around in a cartoony 3D space instead of a firewall or like an infection ring grouping in on you. It's bees. That's kind of fun. Um, Oculus, let's see, Rift S audio solution. So there's been some people, I complained about the audio earlier. Um, there's some some 3D printing workarounds, or you can take some parts off of a PSVR that work really well, apparently. Um, let's see, let's see. Talking about game VR coded. still? Oh, oh, sorry, no, nope, Joel's back. We weren't talking about VR. It's fine, listeners, <laughs> everything's fine. Nothing. We're still talking about news. There's a lot of news going on in Xbox. Joel, here's my story. Um, did you know that uh, on the 7th of May, the all-digital xbox one s one terabyte release so no disc drive yeah we talked about about this have you seen about this yeah we talked about it on the show so so it comes out with minecraft sea of thieves and forza horizon three 
as well as is three the, months of uh, Xbox Game Pass as well. So then, yeah, there you go. You get four. But don't you think it's odd that it launched with three? It's kind of weird. Oh, that, oh yeah. I guess that is weird. Well, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Let, let's be honest. I mean, in the big scheme of themes, it's a it's a better game than four. Um, here's the here's the um, the the issue I think I have and a lot of people have, which I'm I'm all Xboxed up. Like I'm all set on Xbox for. I don't. I, I hope my S will or my X will last. You know, another year or two and. Once we get into the next cycle, I'll still be able to run whatever games they have on it, and I'll still be satisfied with that. But um, they they didn't change the price. Would you would you have liked to have seen a price drop minus a disc drive? So it's still yeah. two forty nine ninety nine. Does yes. that bother we, you at all? Yeah, or? on the Jordan, on the brother uh, Brello and Colo, when you were out here, we talked about yeah. how like uh, like why you can get a cheaper. Xbox One S with a 4K Blu-ray drive. What like why would you not just get that? If you're really if you're hankering for the only thing I can think of is this may cater to people that are wanting a second Xbox, but then at the same point like okay, you have a second Xbox, why not also have a 4K Blu-ray drive on your Xbox? So they need that yeah. price point needed to be like sub 200, like 175 something like that Mm -hmm. like could you imagine if they launched it at 150 like game Mm. over i'm buying an xbox if no yeah you know yeah a lot of people would have went out and got it people that didn't Um, need it would have gotten it the the question the question i want to ask you um is what percentage of your games right now that you get new games are digital versus physical copies uh i would say Outside of when I'm really unsure of a game and I do the red box thing, a hundred percent. And that's because I have a great game wife. Like we're we're madly in love with each other. We take care of each other. Um, we, uh, you know, we both buy games hundred percent independently. But like recently, we started splitting games when we're on the fence. And uh, yeah, oh, it works wife. out great. I'm sorry, um, you're talking about like the shared. Uh, um, yeah. Game share. Game share. Game share. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So why would I, I screw? I was just thinking like your wife. I was like, wait, your wife. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to screw the cool. the magnificent Golden Bear over and go and be like, yeah. hey man, I went and got Mortal Kombat 11 on disc. So sorry. Yeah. Like I yeah, wouldn't yeah. want to do that. Speaking of game wives, uh, I think we've talked. Game wives. I think we've talked about this on the podcast, but my game wife, he fell off again, man. Did I tell you this? It's his daughter, dude. He can't help it. I know. I know. But what do I do? Do I? I, I think you need to find a new once one. Once and for all. I think I, I need think a new you... wife, man. I, I gave him, I think, three separate chances or something. Three strikes think, are out. I think, I think, and here, so here's my strategy. I'm glad we're talking about this. I think so you need it. If, if, well, listen, hold, on, hold, on, hold 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 on. Or, 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 I think you need to reach out to Jordan and just be like, listen, let's do this. We want to play more games with him anyway. It might get him to, because he's a penny pincher. It might get him introduced to some stuff. You just have to be okay with like, um, Never like, games. well, like you know he'll buy Halo, so you can you can chalk that one up. But um, you just gotta you know him, that. Like, if he, or what about this deal? What if I tell him you pay for Game Pass? That's a good deal. And and we're good. That's a good deal. Um, the like thing about deal. Game Pass, so is it doesn't work as automatically as if you just buy a game digitally like 
So me and Golden Bear learned that if I got a game on, if I downloaded a game on Game Pass, he would have to go into Xbox Store, look it up, find the game, and then the download icon showed up. Um, it's not an automatic thing, but I mean, once okay. you get used to it, then it's just a text like, "Hey, man, I just downloaded downloaded Just Cause Four. Or I just got Wolfenstein Two, and okay. then if they're into it, then they'll go and download it. I guess. My, you know? In my experience, if my Xbox wife had Game Pass, I could go into Game Pass, and it would it would give me the initial like, "Hey, do you want to try the first you know month for a dollar?" But if you go into the store and you just install it doesn't charge yeah. you anything you know so you no, just have yeah. to know what's on yeah. game pass so maybe having the app would be handy um um ea joel, joel, my i was gonna snake is my rattlesnake is happening all right okay i'll be right back i'm sorry well for for those of you that um are aloof to what we're talking about um game share is we've talked about this before but i think it's a an important thing to remind people of if you got a buddy that you play games with often uh set up a game share and all you have to do sign out of both of your accounts have your buddy log in as your account go into the settings make your account their xbox's home account and then you do the same so you make your uh xbox your buddy's home account and then boom you have each other's games um and when I say boom, it really is that simple. Um, there's Xbox itself. Xbox support has an awesome guide on it on how you can do it. But it is hands down one of the most under-talked about features of Xbox that I love. Um, and uh, none of the other platforms, it's not that they don't do it. It's extremely difficult to kind of make it all work. So find a game wife. Um, maybe do a little speed dating. Take them out to dinner. Get a nice glass of Chardonnay, eat a slice of pizza, but make sure they're the right fit. Um, and then my big recommendation, if you want to make sure that you're not uh, having a weird relationship, is don't have high expectations and don't try to make it a 50-50 split. Um, it just makes it awkward and it makes it passive aggressive, <laughs> I guess. Just uh, if, you, if you're going to get, I guess, always assume that you don't have a game wife. And if there's a game you really Back. like... <laughs> and you want to get it, just get it. Um, and then uh, your game wife hopefully will do the same. So I was just explaining how Xbox Game Share works. So good. Um, good but, but what I, I was still g- feel like there's people that don't know about that, you know? Yeah. And they, what I was going to suggest games and their friend yeah. is buying all the same games. It's like, dude, you guys got to pair up. Mm-hmm. What I was, right. was going to suggest with Jordan is um, instead of Game Pass, have them get EA Access. Because that does work, just like all the other Xbox um, downloads. EA Access is, I think it's 5 bucks a month or $30 a year. You have um, access to all the EA games, which Jordan plays a lot of them, because he's a sports guy, because he's insecure about being a nerd around his wife. We get it. Um, and then EA Sports. It's in the game. But there's a lot of other games on there, John, that you might like, too. Like, uh, oh, yeah. An- Anthem. <laughs> Excuse me, Dragon oh, Age I'm Origins. Not, I'm never gonna. Pl- I'm never gonna play Anthem. It's not happening. I'll play Anthem as soon as I start playing Fallout 76. How about that? Okay. There's a hot take. All right. So, anyways, news: the digital ver- version of the uh, Xbox. Here's my. Here's here's what's cool. Um, if you look up the ads, 
on YouTube for <coughs> yeah for the dig- the all digital version. It's really funny and it's really like on the nose. Like it's it's taking some of the criticisms of the community and it's it's injecting those into the ad- advertisements. You you should watch them. They're very funny. There's one where um, there's like a voiceover and a guy is doing a big mural for the 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 Xbox One S and the the narrator of the commercial or the, the the voiceover is saying you know the all digital version no disc drive and he looks up at his mural and he's like oh and he like painted the disc drive and so he just like ride the little scaffolding thing up you know and mm-hmm. then he paints over the disc drive like there's some really funny ads for it um so I thought that was hilarious um so yeah you know I don't know I'm I'm like I never thought I would be a digital game guy but it was sometime within the last couple years i guess that or maybe year that it just clicked that if it's a good game and there's some replayability to it you know just buy the just get the digital version and then you have it on whatever console you know wherever if you advance forward and xbox has been made it very clear that they'll always support like you know backwards compatibility i mean there's xbox like original Xbox games that are supported on the Xbox One now in 2019. Well, it's and with Project X Cloud, which is probably going to be more formally announced at E3 this summer, any game that you have bought or own on Xbox is now going to always be there, um, despite what the processing power of the Xbox you have. So, um, I don't know if xCloud is going to work for every single console, but let's assume it does. That means when higher graphical processing games come out, you should be able to stream them to other Xboxes. So it is definitely the way to go. Um, I mean, Xboxes, I don't know. They've done some really creative. Well, with that xCloud, potentially you could play on a phone. I mean, if if that's reality and and it works well and it's tested, like... I'm going to play a lot more video games, you know, uh-huh. like we if all I'm are. out in the world and, and, and the data is good enough and I can play off of a, a Wi-Fi somewhere or yeah. I mean, goodness gracious. All right. Round number three of trivia tonight. We'll start as soon as I finish this match of capture the flag on Halo five. I'll, I'll, I'll tune, <laughs> you know, I'll tune in yeah. soon. Um, yeah. The other piece of news I wanted to bring up, are we ready to move on? Am I, this is my last sure. little thing. Yeah, I'm ready, um, man. So, I know we talk a lot about Xbox, but Days Gone launched on uh, PlayStation 4. Um, When I saw this game at E3, I believe it was last year and probably the year before, it looked really interesting, and I I thought it was a really cool idea for a game. It it means it's sort of a zombie game, um, but they're more like mutant-type characters. I believe they call them freakers in the game. Yeah. Do you remember this one? You're on a motorcycle for a lot of the game horde horde zombie mode you know they're all coming at you at the same time um your motorcycle is kind of like your horse in red dead redemption 2 where you know if you damage it you or can you whistle for it <laughs> or lose it no you can't whistle for it but you know what i mean like you have to repair it you have to like upgrade it take care of it that kind of thing it's your only motorcycle for the whole game that kind of thing if you if you you know ditch your motorcycle go way far into a mission the only way you're getting that thing back to travel to your next thing is to run back to your, where oh, okay. you, you know, left it in the open world. Um, so 
this is sort of um, so so IGN did a review and they gave this game a 6.5. Um, GameSpot GameSpot also did a review and they gave it a five out of ten. Um, what's what's causing a stir online right now is that IGN they have had more than their handful of mis- missteps. Um, with reviews in the past, um, the one that I think of recently is the review for the Resident Evil 2 remake, where basically the reviewer was called out for not playing the complete game and made like kind of glaring mistakes um, and sort of copied the review from another um, uh, site or reviewer or something that okay. that maybe didn't get it right. Um but what what had happened in that scenario was that there's two playthrough modes where you can play as uh, the male antagonist, and then I think it's Leon, and then you play as I think Claire. I, I could be getting the names wrong, but um, but they screwed it up big time, right? And so and so what I'm what I'm talking about uh, in this in this bit of news is that IGN did the weirdest thing ever on YouTube, and you guys can check this out. Um, they did a follow-up video to the review and they don't they don't do this often or ever and it was sort of a a kind of screw you uh youtube commenters um you know if you know if you don't like our reviews don't don't follow don't listen that kind of thing and it was uh-huh. really uh bizarre and just kind of kind of kind of sad and weird that they would take that route i mean if you if you put a bad review out for a game that people are liking so this game in particular days gone on ps4 it it has a current metacritic uh review of 80 percent and and that's pretty positive um if you you know if, if you look at you know just the the standard 100% scale, 1 to 10 scale. It's it's pretty decent and that's the user review. People are liking this game overall. And okay. for for big sites like IGN and GameSpot to come out and shit on a game like this, um I think there's some implications that, you know, a a lot of people who are kind of casual gamers, they will th- those are who they're going to for should I buy this or should I not buy this? And if a game mm-hmm. doesn't score above, you know, seven, eight, nine, people avoid those games, and that's a reality. Um, and then B is like, I hate the idea of a development uh, process where you know there's a handful of guys or one guy or whatever that has this. This idea for a product or an idea for a game, and it's a and it's a new franchise, right? It's not a sequel, it's not a prequel, it's not a remake, it's not a remastered version of whatever, but a new idea for a game, and the livelihood of of you know their career, their sales, yeah. their position in a company, their job, all of this stuff uh, falls upon uh, you know a hack review from from some asshole at IGN or from GameStop and um I thought it was so I thought it was so wild because so so like for this IGN review on YouTube right now it has uh 11,000 upvotes it's got maybe um like the better part of a million views on on uh YouTube just to give you an idea it's got 11,000 okay. upvotes on it 
It's got 30,000 downvotes. So clearly, anytime you see that where there's like way more downvotes, that's kind of like, well, fuck, a whole bunch of people disagreed with this. And then a bunch of people commented, like a lot of the top voted comments on YouTube for that review specifically were like IGN, stop reviewing games. So it's kind of weird to see these big companies, right? IGN, GameSpot, um, get shit on by, by their followers. And I don't think that happens on accident. I don't think that's just normal internet uh toxicity maybe a certain percentage of it is of course because sure you know that's just that's just the net but um it it bums me out because i looked at this game and you know if i had a if i had a playstation 4 i'm pretty sure i would buy it it looks really cool um it looks like sort of red dead redemption um but open world the character animations are amazing the main character um immediately got dinged uh, from IGN, it was at the top of the review, was that it was another white male protagonist, which sure. sort of bummed me out. Um, yeah. Does it matter that this this is a game written around a story that is based on a character that is white sure. and and male? Like that, that sort of bums me out. It makes me think that there's like an an ulterior motive or uh, some sort of other uh, agenda that you know maybe IGN has as a company that we don't know about. I think that's kind of weird. Um, a lot of these reviewers, they're playing a pre-release version of the game, so this is before it's patched, right? They, you, you get that day one patch. Um, they, uh, they, they, they also commented in their review that all of the zombies are, or in the game, they're called freakers. Yeah. Uh, they, they knocked the game for all of those zombies being white as well, which in the game if you play the full version apparently they explain why this virus which they're not zombies they're sort of like uh, sort of mutated humans i guess um they explain in the uh you know in the uh like exposition of the game that a side effect of the virus is that it sort of um takes the the skin tone or the melanin out of out of the character or out of the person and it makes it sort of like an albino uh, mm -hmm. freaker is what it is and so so that was just overlooked um i just recommend that anyone you know if you're a casual gamer or if you're hardcore um take some time and find a review source that aligns with your sensibilities um whether it's an individual or a company that's up to you good luck but I would say just look elsewhere when it comes to IGN and especially GameSpot. Um, I, it, it's hard. It's hard for me to see um, a really high quality looking game and uh, a high fidelity experience and really good graphics and seemingly good, you know, storytelling and a, and a, a unique idea um, get shit on in a 10 minute video and shut down you know, a huge amount of sales and shut down possibly jobs. You see, you see industries, you know, do mass firings all the time, right? We've heard about that in the last few months in the last year, mm -hmm. like uh, telltale games went completely under. It's just a bummer for me to see what I consider art to be uh, the, its success be dictated by um, someone who's playing, you know, maybe the first three hours of a game judging it and getting that review out as fast as they can these uh websites ign GameSpot specifically they unfortunately they review every game that comes out yeah right 
Well, so they and don't I, have, they don't have a huge staff. They don't have a huge stable of yeah. people to play every game thoroughly. And when you play a game and when you judge a game, it's not it's not a gut reaction. It's not that initial reaction. It's you play the game thoroughly to completion and you sample everything the game has to offer to some to some degree and then you make an assessment um what's your opinion on this joel well i mean my thing is first off everyone has the right to their opinion and i think as a consumer you you to your point you got to have more than one source you know what I mean? If you're only fishing catfish from one pond, then you ain't tasted the best catfish. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have multiple, um, I guess streams of data to be able to make those type of decisions. And yeah, I don't know. We grew up in an era where you picked up a box, you looked at the front, you looked at the back, and you bought a game. I mean, right. let's be honest. Burger time that you referenced earlier, like that. <laughs> that was a game that we got but like i guess yeah. my opinion on everything is like i know the reviewer i don't know her personally but i know the 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 girl uh i listen to a lot of the ign podcasts so i don't know like a lot of podcasts you kind of build a relationship with the the people as you listen to them and i know who she yeah. is and i know um that those types of things you know the white male um characters and things like that that's important to her but that's her opinion you should have other uh, uh, sources of opinion. I do also know that IGN does not do; um, they don't skim the surface on their reviews. I mean, they 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 do a really good job of playing the game. Um, and they they make wikis for most of the games that they play. Like they put a lot of work into the games that they do. But, yeah, that's, but that's just after one. The review. Those well, that's just one. The review is what I'm saying. Like and they, and then they're a company well, that they have to get that review out at launch. You know well, a lot of companies do, and that's and that's their own prerogative. But I I know, also know that IGN um, uh, three years ago started a re-review process. So like they're getting ready to re-review uh, Halo Master Chief Collection because that got a really low score. It was a six six point five, if I recall. And Ryan McCa- Ryan McCafferty is going to uh, do a re-review of that because they put a ton of work into that game that that should also be reviewed and that should also be looked at critically. Um, yeah. Same with Sea of Thieves. They're doing a re-review of Sea of Thieves. So once again, I mean, the moral my, I guess my, where I sit is you got to have, you just got to have, it's like the news, right? If you're only watching one news channel, then you are, um, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice because there's multiple point of views. I personally try, if there's something that, um, out there that aligns very well with my worldview, I really try to find something that polarizes that. And that's how, that's what helps gives me a good idea of what the world is and what, what you know, what is actually going on. Um, and we, it's never going to go away, John. Like we live in an industry where Rotten Tomato scores and metadata scores and ranker scores are going to always affect our clicks. And until they don't affect our clicks, that's when things will start to change. My my argument to that is that if you're not if you if you are a casual gamer, which we are not, you know, I mean yeah. we're doing a podcast about video games, right? Right. So clearly this is a passion of ours, right? So you and I we know better. IGN might give it a low score, but you and I know. Well, let me check the Metacritic. Let me check, um, you know, game ranks. Let me check uh, try before you buy. Let me check a whole bunch of other. Mm-hmm 
um, sources and find someone that I personally relate to, have a, have a similar sensibility as far as what, you know, what I like in a video game, and let me see their opinion. Um, what sucks is that the video game industry, unfortunately, the price of games, you know, the, the price of production, right, the budgets, they've, they've gone up and they've gone higher and higher, and it is, it's such a risk for a game you know, to have a new idea, to have a new IP, to to create a new a new game that's not Halo Six, Grand Theft Auto Six, Red Dead Redemption Two. You know what I mean? Th- those are safe bets. You already have this huge fan base that they're gonna buy it whether they love it or hate it. You know, uh-huh. Destiny Two was a great example of that. Um, yes. You know what sucks is that there's these casual gamers, which is a is a decent percentage of video game consumers. That oh, I have the IGN app. I'm gonna check IGN. And what percentage of sales were lost for this game specifically? Um, Days Gone. That they they saw the score. They saw they didn't even watch the review, or maybe they did, and they yeah. said, oh, you know, not for me. That this this lady didn't like it. Um, like that's a bummer because there's implications you know there's there's jobs there's uh there are but i guess i guess that's not going to change though you know what i mean that you're you shouldn't be talking to the reviewer you should be talking to the consumer because um the reviewers are it's shitty that they have that much power is what i'm saying well, but like, who gives them the should, who gives them the power Ryan though? Ryan McCaffrey, who's never built a game in his life, never created any content outside of review videos. Why why should he have so much power to tell you don't buy this game when you were hyped for it before it came out? You saw the trailers, you thought it looked cool. Yeah. You know, like that's a bummer to me. Well, it is, but again, it's we we give those people those that power you it's know what true. i mean they didn't and, become and that if if rad dad radio became the number one source for video game review content um i would hope that it wouldn't change the way that we would talk about games but um that that that's just that's just the way the game works you know what i mean like uh people find their voice that's the, that's the whole that's the yeah. way the internet works is that i mean we have this new term influencers of these people that can literally influence the way money is spent travel is done clothes are worn movies are viewed like it's uh it's just the world we live in man and at the end of the day if it's a good game then the voices that think it's a good game need to be louder and they need to be able to attract people that are stuck on your, their IGNs and their game spots and their, yeah. you know, those, those uh, polygons and Kotaku's, they have to, they have to be louder than those so that those subscribers to those other services can um, hear something a little bit different. So it's just, a, it's um, just a, it's just a world we live in. So, and I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel I, like we have well, smart I, listeners that um, I don't know. And, for like me and our crew, um, let's use Anthem as an example. Um, if we just listen to initial reviews, um, we we probably would have bought the game. But we talked to each other. We got, you know, we got no, we, initial reviews were dog shit for Anthem. Out of the gate. I, I don't. Maybe I don't that's not that's the best example. example. No, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. I base a lot. I, I mean, you're a key factor as to whether or not I get a game. Like, I went ahead and got Division Two. Haven't played it that much. It doesn't mean it's not a bad game, but um, 
It's that's just kind of like Red Dead. It's like it's waiting for you. It's there if yeah, you want to get into there. it. And it's it that is a solid we, game. We we've spent a good bit on Days Gone, so I'd like to move on if that's okay with you. And well, hit up. I just and, wanted to I just wanted to encourage people to like check out the follow up video and the snideness um, yeah. on IGN. I mean, that's the core of why I brought this up was that they did a follow up to their review. That was weird to me. That was really bizarre to see. You know, hey, here's our review. We gave it a 6.5, and then it just got attacked and shit on, and everyone was like, this game is awesome. What are you talking about? And then they did this follow-up, kind of tongue-in-cheek, kind of, you know, FU sort of, like, follow-up video. And so I, I just encourage people to check it out because it's really interesting. That that one's weird, and I don't know why a company on that, on that scale, a small personal YouTube channel, that makes sense to me, but um, IGN, a big company, that that seems funny and weird and i don't know who greenlit that but like you should watch this video it's kind of funny um they did a follow-up defending kind of making fun of people that got upset Um, that sounds like ign yeah it's just it was just weird i just haven't seen well and that should have if anything used the word power like that should show that they don't have the power that they think they have and and i don't know i i i can see where you're coming from where a voice should be authentic, especially when it comes to reviewing art. I know, I, not to reiterate what you said, but like we've talked about this before, is you could walk into an art museum and people could have a thousand different opinions on a, a painting. But if there's yeah. one guy standing next to the painting that's like, oh, it says it's Impressionist, but this is actually uh, 16th century Renaissance. Yeah. And this person, you know, like uh, if someone's just well, shouting their like, opinion at yeah. you, then that may influence your opinion when it should be a, f- a purely authentic experience. And I don't know that it's just the world we live in. I mean, if the days gone is a good kind of um, case study on, you know, the fact that, and this happens with movies all the time, man, where you see the movies user the number one, like, the, well, you I see a, a low rotten tomato. Are, yeah. You see a low rotten tomato score, but then you see a really high user score or user like, rating. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I would I would hate my life if I was a movie critic, right? Because like when could you ever watch a movie and just let go and enjoy the story or 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 at least offer yourself up for you know some level of storytelling and to to be an audience member, right? Um I I think of movie reviewers and I think of them sitting down in the in the movie theater seat on opening night and with a pad of paper out just all right what's wrong what's wrong with some some of them some of them but they're i mean again john that's like one of those things where i don't know there was a minute where i reached out to when i lived in summit county which had a you know summit daily small newspaper and i was like hey man it'd be fun if i could review movies in summit county and i reached out to him and um and we talked about it but nothing ever really came out of it you know what i mean but I would have, if I was ever in that position, I would have done it just straight from the heart. But the problem is, and I think this is just to kind of circle back to IGN, like they, they, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good analogy. They have to like get the review out at launch. You well, know? it's par- it's not. It's, it's part of. Their I guess protocol. that's not what I'm saying. I guess it's they have to they have to feel like a review is hitting the mainstream because they don't want to turn off. They don't want to just completely polarize their 
their audience. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so they know that they have to, they have a, they have a highway. They got to stay in the lane, so to speak. And then if they drive out of the lane, then they have to kind of course correct and get back in there. I don't know. We've talked about this I'm for a while. Saying, anyone who criticizes any sort of artistic expression, whether it's a video game, a movie, a band, you it's know, fine. That's fine. I think it's I fine. Think that's I think that's fine. But also, like, what do you create, right? Well, you know, but, like, is that is that yeah. you? Is that your job? Is that your is that your main thing? Is to make sure people know what's wrong with someone else's effort to offer something into the chaos that is the human experience which is you know entertainment is huge it's a it's been a part of our culture since oh my god we've forever you know I mean? like forever cave drawings right yeah forever I'm yeah i'm saying like well i don't know i don't think the, that's necessarily internet, fair I think, though i know but i think with the internet it's like now everyone has an opinion and you know a, a team of developers work their ass off yeah, and try to develop an idea and make an experience only for the enjoyment of the user, and then you get some bitch, excuse me, <laughs> from well, IGN. Listen, no, comes I. And she says she gets to say she gets to say in ten minutes whether their seven years of development was worth it or not. I think that pisses me off a little bit. I I get it. Her name's Opinion Lucy. O- her name's Lucy O'Brien. She's not a bitch. She's from Australia. Seems nice. She she's seems nice. No, she. It's just her opinion, though, John. Like, and it's the same way. Like, I don't think, as as you know, as you say that someone that doesn't create create art, create art can criticize art. Then that would mean the people that need to appreciate art must also be artists. Like, it just doesn't. That cycle doesn't work. You know, the people that are clapping around the campfire at the caveman telling the story of him killing the bear. Um, also they don't need to appreciate that story and also have killed a bear themselves. Like that's just a, that's just a human story, you know? And I think, uh, she had her opinion and even though you don't agree with it, it doesn't seem like that's affecting the game's sales. The, just, the game, it, the game me. is doing fine, you know? Yeah. I think, I think the game will do fine, but it's not just me. Like people like just immediately, you know, we're like, I'm, I'm reading some some comments right here. Hey, Lucy, play the game before reviewing the game in, in quotations. Um, th- this game is amazing. Don't believe the lies. Radio Free uh, Oregon out. Um, you know, I just think, um, like I said, there's the casual gamer. And when we can wrap it yeah. up. I, I'm, I, know. I know. We're, we're on. circling um, on it. Yeah. We've talked about is, Days Gone, a PlayStation game, they'll, they'll for a half it. hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying they'll they'll glance at it and yeah. just pick pick your reviewers. If you if you're you know someone who's a casual gamer and you're listening to this, God bless. Just just make an effort to you know find three or four reviews before you decide is this game worth my sixty dollars? Because it's an industry that is a cutthroat industry. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like yeah. developers live and die on that one release, and and it's it's all inside of that first week. Because if they don't sell copies inside of that first week, those those first couple weeks, that's it's game over for a lot of developers, and it's uh, it bums me out. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Well, we that was fun. Um, that that uh, we we don't really have time for our email at this point, but it's all good. We can we do can an talk- email. 
we're 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 out of time there, Cream. You're out but of time. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we can talk about it in the in the next episode. It's a in game related email, so it'll give folks uh, some time to 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 watch the movie, watch it again, really take it all in, soak it all in. Yeah. But go um, see that movie. What are you waiting for? Go watch. It's a it. good one. It's a good one. I'm gonna um, review that movie right now. After all that, I'm gonna say it's good. <laughs> it is. It's a ten out of ten. Um, yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, my name is Super Shark Johnson. If you like Rad Dad Radio, just like Cream said earlier in the show, check out Podcast Right Now. That's our our sister podcast. We're part of the Podcast Right Now network. We do have a couple of podcasts cooking. It's looking like they'll be coming out in the fall. I know we've been teasing them, but we're going to keep teasing them. So uh, just uh, stay tuned. I got a crazy summer season, so once that calms down, we'll have a lot more time to produce some more content please check out all the links in the show notes take a take a minute to do that and uh if you if you find yourself being a regular listener and you haven't explored our patreon um it would really mean a lot if you guys could take a minute and just uh check out the patreon and uh see if there's a level of giving that fits your financial needs because it'll help it'll help the show this is uh you know time time is money and for some people money is time and uh it takes a lot of time and love and passion to make this happen and we want to do a whole lot more for you guys so patreon's a a great place to check it out again madeira.com thank you so much uh, madeira for sponsoring the show and uh cream i love you brother thanks for uh Thanks for everything that you uh, you do and that you bring to the table. I'm excited to play some Red Dead with you once the close once the close once the show comes to a close. Yeah, um, sorry to go on a rant there, but um, yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. I hope we hope you <laughs> have fun with it and uh, hit us up with what, you know the next game you want us to talk about. We're excited. Yeah, there's a we got the summer season and then of course the big fall, which is most likely the last fall of xbox one um most likely which is that's a crazy thing to think about because we got next gen coming up right around the corner so as we get closer to e3 we'll have a lot of news stay tuned here for rad dad radio where all you dads dukes and dudes dorks and dames all you nerds can come here and uh just have some chill time with me and my brother thank you so much thank you john we are out Tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Buy a quest. Turn the music up in the headphones. When does Cyberpunk 2077 come out? I got you. Yeah. If you feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told your kid. Dad, turn up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all. Probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things. Dad, go with the no remorse, feeling like my hand was forced. Middle finger to the law, nigga, grip him a ball. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing, they like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the track that I'm making, but all the hustles, they love it just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom to the top of the pops. Nigga, London, Japan, and I'm straight up the block. Like a running back, get it, man, I'm straight up the block. I could run it back, nigga, cause I'm straight.